This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. That's CYXX, launching September 6th. Pet slap my ass! It's time for Conversation with the big guy, pal! <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the big guy Ryback, aka the most polarizing man in sports entertainment, and I'm sitting here with the one, Pat Buck. Happy to be here on our 50th episode. Can you believe we've been doing this for 50 episodes? The Big 5 How the fuck did we make it this far? Two weeks would be a year, man. I don't know if we're going to celebrate for a, a full year of, of, of podcasting. I have three lines of Coke and hard liquor waiting for me for after this podcast. So it's the 50th, 50th episode, man. And, uh, you know, I don't know if we, we celebrate now because it sounds like a better number than 52, but it's almost a year. So cool. When when will the year mark be? I, I I feel like we're approaching. We're right about to hit the two million download mark. Yeah, by as well. By this time, we should be at that. I already lied and said we were, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I, it's yeah. Well, I mean, we're right on the verge. We're we're it, it, it's any day it can go over. So it's uh, thank you. I think to our fans and our listeners and and, and the people that hate hate our guts that, um, that it's it's the same it's 50 50 so one million's been for support one million's been for <laughs> hate for their <laughs> for their for their shitty podcast to talk about stuff <laughs> i tell you this uh i'll just go right into this one um before we kind of catch up for the week but i was doing my my cardio my my first training session after my weights the other day and I saw, I'm not going to give the guy any credit by saying his name, but his initials are DT. Okay. And uh, he has, I guess he has his own podcast, and I don't think it's anything significant or major, but it, you know how, like I told you on the YouTube thing, things will just pop up? And yeah. And like, it was a random thing with me outside, and I was, and I go, what, what's this? And uh, life has been good since deleting social media, and, but, you know, you could see comments anywhere, and. This was, though, uh, for this guy's show, he had been a longtime supporter of me. Okay. And fan. And it supposedly, because of the warrior uh, comments, because I saw the sheet and talked about the possibility if that was of all that thing, that that was it. He couldn't take it anymore, that he couldn't defend me any longer because in his mind I lied. But he's reacting to a dirt sheet headline. So life, the actual lifelong <laughs> supporter, 
One yes. headline just breaks his spirit, and now and now broke. he's yep broken. Broke his back and humbled him like the Iron Sheik, and he <laughs> is uh, he is no longer a fan of Ryback because of the clickbait headline and uh, because it's so outrageous. And then, which him and whoever the his other co-host is uh, not nearly as cool as you. He uh, they were talking about how how I was caught in a, such a lie that I, I tried to babyface my way out with Dana Warrior online. And I'm just thinking, like, Ugh. could these guys be any more clueless and wrong? That the, the woman didn't listen to the podcast. She was reacting to another clickbait headline. And I tried to simply guide her in the right direction by, I've had positive experiences with her in the past. No, Dana, this is it here. Please listen. And in, in saying what I'm saying and... And which she again doesn't, and, and responds in an unfavorable way. And in their in their heads, though, it was they don't understand. It's like, what am I supposed to? How am I supposed to respond to this woman whose husband passed away the way that he did? And, and like, like, am yeah, I supposed to attack it, publicly online? Am I supposed to attack her? You're putting a like, situation where it's it's kind of a it's a no win situation. No win. It's it's a, a no win situation. Absolutely over an. A ridiculous thing that had no business even like, that was just reported wrong from the beginning and i was just like guys god it's just so people disappoint me left and right but it's uh i'm better off for not having him as a fan if one clickbait headline can swerve him that easily so i was going to ask you how retirement's been since walking away from uh although I, i've stayed there and I, i've uh it's been mostly good i've taken over our twitter handle the cwtpg even though it's still uh, plugging the old your old supplements too, uh, only occasionally on the supplements on only things that have to do only the the feed me more nutrition and my my Ryback twenty two are the two that are my for the supplements those are the always but occasionally I'll throw the CWTBG like for like the goal boards or or the bulk I'll do mm-hmm. and, and whatnot but yeah I uh, I try to limit that one a little bit as far as on the promotional stuff so. Even on Twitter, I, it's been good, man, uh, not having. I, I told you I used the Buffer app, and Instagram, I got to, like, download to put a, a message out, put a tweet out, or not a tweet up, a picture, and then uh, delete it just so I don't have it on the phone because it just downloads right away again whenever you need it mm-hmm. And because uh, I don't have the app. There's, I, I don't know of an app that puts out your Instagram stuff. So you'll but, download uh, the whole app, put something out, then delete it again? Yeah. Wow. Just so it's... <laughs> That way I'm not triggered to want to check my phone. I, I wish more I, I highly encourage everyone to try this of deleting the social medias off your phone. It will I'm telling you, it, it takes away the urge from constantly wanting to check your phone. Uh, and, it, and just putting yourself you, whereas like if you, you're doing something and you stop it like, oh, I'll check my Twitter. you know what I mean? It's not there, so I don't have to I don't have that urge yeah. to, to do that and it's uh, it's good, man. I honestly, it's, I, I wish I told you I did this back in the past, uh, numerous times when I was up there and it always made me happy, but it, and it's good. It, I, I think there's a lot of good with social media, but there's so much bad. And I, it, I, I feel like a changed man. Like, I'm just not, I don't, I don't have to worry about anything. Just well, I'll I'm ask not, you what's going on. Yeah. And no, I'm not a changed man. And I've been reading all the, well, like I said, eight out of 10 of them are great. And then a couple of times I'll see things. I'm like, holy shit. Like this one, dude, this one fucking psychopath, legit psychopath, <laughs> this, I mean, it made me respect the people that put uh, insults 
or the ones that say certain things because this guy took it to a whole nother level. So he really? was li- he was yeah he was listening to the podcast, going through the songs that we plug the ones during the song of the week thing where we do our little oh, plugs yeah. coming up. <laughs> taking, I can only imagine where this is going. Taking notes on it, like like last week, Lana Del Rey, whatever the, that song. And what did he fucking say about Lana Del Rey? <laughs> he fucking tweets our names. Then messages Lana Del Rey going, do you know these guys are playing your song on a podcast? And I'm pretty sure they don't have permission. <laughs> and I was like, wow, holy shit. This is a real fucking person writing this. Like, And what is he? And I, I try to break it down. I'm like, okay, so this Plugging guy, song. he's listening to the show. He's, he's figuring out, okay, they don't have copyright permission, which is a completely gray area in podcasting, by the way. Like, you can do okay. that. You can, you yeah. can, if someone wants to make us think about it, but we're not making money off, it's, it's an open, it's still not, there's laws about it, but at the same time, it's like, it'd be pretty hilarious if Lana Del Rey sends us a cease and desist letter. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, it, it, everything is in a positive light on that, and it wasn't a, I love the song. I, I wanted it. <laughs> I I listen to it daily at the gym. Which, if anything, it, it would help you know get some downloads for old Lana. But I yeah. just imagine what is this guy like hoping that like Lana writes back and goes, "Oh fuck, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this." Like maybe I'll get a date out of it. I don't know. <laughs> he wrote hey to, Lana, you single? He wrote to <laughs> REM when we did the mean tweets that sad song. Everybody hurts. Yeah. I'm like this fucking lunatic. And, I, and then I'm like, let me check out this this fucking curmudgeon. Let me see what kind of life un- he has. Yeah, he's unemployed. Well, he he tweets a lot of wrestlers. I'm like, okay, he's complimenting a, co- a couple. Uh, and then in the armor. I, I go I go down a few, and then I'm like, oh, of course, he's telling wrestlers to kill themselves and you know things of that sort. So real winners on Twitter. It, it, I, I was. You know, it's one thing to poke a jab, like, hey, you suck, or fuck you. But another one, like, hey, to make notes on something just to be a complete and utter piece of shit. So there, there's just, you know, I think I think it's slowly ruining me, but I can't walk away from it, man. I, I get my phone, and I go through everything, and I'm plugged in, man. You. Can you imagine just going through your day? And going from famous person to famous person and just thinking of what mean thing you could say to them to get blocked. Like it just this is what this is what people do. Yeah. It it's I, I really wish it wasn't that way. I was um it sucks. because people are better than that, I feel like. But And I know we talk uh, we talk about this a lot, but again, this is conversation with the big guy and this has been a big part of, you know, something yeah. you've had to deal with and I'm experiencing for the first time with but uh, the 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 Rye, the Rye Buckers, I I, I got to give them. Uh, they're slowly growing and they're 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 getting out there and they're being more vocal and and for those people, I appreciate them because they're attacking <laughs> they're attacking these uh, these wastes of life and just yeah, it's refreshing. It's awesome. So thank you guys. And just Rye Buckers out there, I just want you to know since I'm not out there to fight the fight, we we need you more than ever, and. Uh, to take out these low lifes. We need you on front of the line, just fighting. We don't stop. We stay hungry. We get hungry and we stay hungry and we attack. <laughs> you find out where they live and you 
Yeah. Kick you their get them fired. Get them fired from their jobs. You get them blocked and their Twitter account suspended. We don't stop until they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Which would, it's, we're going to be doing this for a long time, guys. <laughs> so what's going on? I, uh, it's a short week, you know, because you're, you're heading to uh, the land down under. And, and we recorded like three days ago, I feel like. But what's going on? Four. Four days I'm, ago. Uh, yeah, I got, I'm going down to Australia for my big Thunder from Down Under debut. Oh. Um, <laughs> do, do, doing a little Magic Mike uh, type dancing down there. For Figure I'll start off in another country. I won't. Maybe I can uh, before it hits, the, you know, what I'm doing. But uh, great paydays for that. And I uh, got a couple clubs down there that I'm going to be out do you have dancing an, in. Do you have an outfit? Are you like a construction worker? Have you thought this through? Like what, uh, what your character is? Yeah, I'm... Uh, No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not giving it. What I was gonna say is just too inappropriate. Uh, it's uh, no, just showing very little. Pat going out there and, and just the big guys hungry, and uh, and just letting that be known to the, everyone in the audience. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to going over there. I actually, I leave here and uh, it, it's. A flight to LA, three-hour layover, and then uh, I, it's almost a fourteen-hour flight out there, and I think it's a fourteen-hour and a half, fourteen hours and forty-five minutes on the way back, maybe. Okay. And it's to LA, and then I'll get back here in Vegas Monday morning. So uh, I got my first couple matches back. I, I'm lo- I was looking at the thing. I thought I had to get in. I'm leaving here Wednesday night, getting into Australia Friday morning. At like six something a.m., I thought I had to wrestle that day, and I was like, "Oh man, that's going to be rough with the time change. I don't know how. You never yeah. know how you're going to sleep, and hopefully, I'll sleep like ten hours on the flight and then stay up. But I'll probably get tired later in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I've been through that before. So, um, but I have all of Friday off. The shows are Saturday, Sunday. Okay, and then I come back Monday morning. So that was like, oh, that's good. I have a whole free day in Australia. So well, uh, you, you know. Uh hell of a man booked that travel and made sure that it's a uh, that was that was a tough you, one i did that yes of course you you have done a I, I even told jeff i go pat's done a great job on keeping like getting me booked and doing you've taken it to another level by doing the travel which i feel like is it's much more stressful having to do that also it, that's time consuming that stuff it's time you're a busy man i think it's less time consuming because if they find a flight and then they send it back, and 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 you know because obviously you have to get to the show. Any wrestler has to get to a show if you're a fly-in. But like, I have to get the flight, pick a flight, or they suggest one, show you, get approval. Now I can just look at it and go, I think this is going to work out well. I could actually book it and send it to you and send it to the promoter. And if there's a problem, I can change it within 24 hours. But it's also a little scary because I'm paying for it. You know, and I got to yeah. chase chase these, you know, hooligans down <laughs> to get a uh, to get reimbursed. Which so far so good, but some of them are a little. I was going to say that, yeah. Everyone seems like they've been pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got things coming up. Uh, I, this was new to me because I just relied on the promoters to do it. But it's like, like today, for example, I got hit up for, um, even though the internet claims you're not booked anymore, a guy from Omaha, Nebraska got my got my phone number from. Uh, from Fake Nature. He's like, hey, Fake Nature was talking about you guys, and I want to book Ryback in Omaha. And I'm like, okay, let me get back to you, because I hate, 
I don't want to talk on the phone. Like, text me or let me get it in writing. Yeah. Let email me. But I'll, I'll talk. Some of these guys are older and they don't, you know, they don't want to text. And yeah. But if you go to, I don't trust someone booking travel in Omaha. We saw what happened with Paul Lee. Like, let's just. What do you think that conversation was like? I can't. I really don't like them. But he, he does a hell of a booking. He does good business. Like, <laughs> woo! That, I feel like that something like that was said. Uh, he goes, uh, I don't like them calling me fake Nate, but the guy, the guy does good business. Woo! Woo! Uh, Paulie. The, uh, I like Paulie. He's I a like hell him of a too. character. He's a, he's a, how can you not like, uh, we, we found, I don't think we talked about this. We found a WCW match with Paul Lee. You found it. Dude. I found you get it. all the credit for that. Yeah, that wasn't me. That was you. I love the fact that you were searching for Paul E. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other. I want to know what was going on for that. But uh, I am glad you did because he he was in WCW, right? Yeah. And I think what happened was this is what I'm going to gather because we talked about this on the past episode. Paul E's a guy has a little promotion down in Georgia. Been yeah, working for 35 years. He uh, he's a imitation rick flair that's his thing he has the blonde hair and the uh i don't know pat the the rick flair endorsed him and called him the real nature boys okay i that that's all you the real nature boy paul lee and i was on facebook one day going through i think it was i think it was a facebook group that was insulting him though but 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 a match popped up between him and pn news and i was like what the fuck is this Another one of my favorites. Of course. I was torn on that who I was rooting for. Yo, baby. <laughs> yo, baby. Yo. And I watched the match. I'm like, oh, my God. This, this was real because I've met many, many veterans up here or claim they are veterans that claim they have a WCW match. Or I've met many delusional older wrestlers in the independent scene like that will lie. Really? And, oh, all the fucking time. And... I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh, he was there. But, so I think this, I'm wondering if this is true. It seemed like it was around the time period where Flair left to go to WWF. So I'm wondering oh, if yeah. they brought him in, like, look at this guy. Let's have him get, because he was enhancement. He was thrown the fake around. fake Razor and Diesel before the fake Razor and Diesel. That's what I, I was wondering. Because I'm like, that, this is around 91, I think, 92. So... Maybe there's something there because he was announced as the Nature Boy Paul Lee in WCW, and you know, bumped, bumped, and uh, bumped and fed, and you know, uh, d- did the favor for old PN News. PN News matches never really went long, um, nor did they have to. But the guy, I think that's you know, I would like to see another type, uh, a character like a PN News uh, in wrestling today. Just that that. Like Brodus Clay's one, he's a big guy, mm-hmm. like very large, tall, large human being. But but Brodus is like Brodus has some muscle on him. Yeah, he works out all the time. I want a guy like PN News, um, maybe even doing just straight up that rap. They just give him the whole deal. Yo baby, yo baby, yo. I just that feel good. That that would uh just a large like that Mabel type type character. Just that guy that because that's an attraction. Like Falaba in a singlet, kind of like that heavy. Yeah, but but Fala's Fala's enormous. And yeah, he's that's an he's an attraction too. But I I want that six foot seven, six foot eight attraction. That's uh, the tall and heavy. Where I always remember when I watched Mabel and Yokozuna as a kid. But Mabel, I was terrified of him 
because I always thought I go, man, if he falls on the wrestlers, he'd kill him. Like, cause it was just, that's how I, that's how my kid mind mm-hmm. saw it, you know? So, uh, but cause they were always such a threat because they were just so large, but there's not a lot of guys like that. I don't even in just real life. I don't even see them that often. I think the thing with Mabel too, I was reading, I follow this guy on Twitter. God, I should give him credit. And he always has these cool, like, uh, memes of wrestling moves. And he had a bunch of stuff on Mabel today. And it was Mabel doing the old snap mare, like the Mr. Perfect neck snap. Apparently Mabel used to do that. Yeah. And did it well. Wow. And someone brought up a great point that you have this young, because he was super young, gigantic dude that could do this athletic stuff, but you give him the shitty name of Mabel. I'm like, that's a good point. Mabel's not a great menacing name. Diver, it's not by any means. I have, you know how it's funny you remember things as, as a kid, um, and I would like to find the WWF magazine that I, I read this in, but it was an interview with Mabel, and one of the, and if, if any of our listeners ever read those magazines or collected them, I, I might have even mentioned this a long time ago on the podcast, but he, um, there was an interview with Mabel in there, and I remember just being a kid and reading it, and uh, it was like, what's your greatest achievement in life? Mm-hmm. And it was losing his virginity. And uh, I just remember it was so out of play. It was so random. Like, everything dealt with wrestling, I felt like. And then there was that. And I was, it just, I remember sitting there, like, looking at the store, wherever I was, like, looking. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, it, 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 and that stuck in my head. That, that just popped in my head as you were talking right now. Like, the, <laughs> a, a, a Mabel memory with the big guy. Proud moment for Mabel. I can understand that, being a no, big dude. No, I can't do it. No, no, absolutely. It, it may, but it was just at the time, it seemed it was more of a, a kid-friendly magazine. Yeah. It, not that that's not kid-friendly, but it, it's, it was completely worded fine. It just, it's something that stuck in my head. Like, I was just like, what? <laughs> I was, wait, was it winning a match? <laughs> the, um, speaking of, to kind of to come back around here, I believe, did you want to read, we had a, we had a message sent to me today by uh, one of our, I guess he's a fan, he claims, which you wouldn't think that by, by knowing what his response was to me, um, but it was uh, in regards to a tweet that he made a couple weeks ago, I believe. Yes, he did. He, uh, so I got, the, I got the message and uh, a, a Twitter user, so I'll just read it from here. Hey, Ryback, I recently had a Twitter account at THG suspended. I've been wondering why for a while since Twitter haven't been, they haven't been clear with me, but I've suspected it may have to do with my tweet towards you around two weeks ago. In response to your quote tweet about Emma, I used some explicit language towards your way saying, you're a bit of a cunt, aren't you, mate? You proceeded to block me. Now what? I'm <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not sure if you reported me, but I just want to say I am sorry. I apologize for my language. I was having a frustrating day and I just decided to lash out at you. I didn't mean to say what I said after all. I understand what you were trying to say in Pat Buck's podcast. I like how he gives me credit. Uh yeah, this it, is conversation a, with the Buckster <laughs> in a larger context. Just wanted to let you know I've sincerely apologized for the tweet. I've always been a fan of yours in WWE, and I've been regretting what I said after being suspended since I didn't mean it at all. I was just having a really bad day, and I was saying it in jest, but I didn't want to come across that way. Just wanted to know, if was it you that reported me? Would appreciate a response. Thank you for your time, and once again, I'm deeply sorry for what I said. 
Keep killing it, big guy. Wow. That's uh, Wealth THG. Um, no, I did not report you for that comment. I actually do remember blocking you, though, um, after that. Uh, I don't really know what to say. I, this is uh, one of those feel-good moments, though. When, uh, <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> because It's a win. This is a win for the big guy. Now I will honk, honk. Um, I can only imagine what else he said to people because someone else fucking uh, reported him. Yeah. Which is, so I would go back through your timeline and see who else you offended uh, because I have a feeling it was more than just me. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry you were having a frustrating day. Um, probably not best to uh, use social media to handle your uh, anger issues. But thank you for the positive uh, letter, and I have given my official response. It was not me. All right. Jeez. The, uh, with that, I, I want to turn this around, because I, and then we, we talk about, there was actually, I got an, another email this week by somebody um, just thanking us for everything, and uh, we've helped a lot of people, and it's a great feeling. And just and through just having fun, and this podcast is to have fun for us to catch up during the week, to promote some stuff and to, and to keep um, ourselves active in the world here with everything going on. I thought the purpose but, was just to get on the dirt sheets every single day with a new crazy quote. And then people get mad at me because other people want to talk about me. Yeah. And then, God damn it, he's so irrelevant. Why do we keep clicking and talking about him? <laughs> Fuck, what is wrong with us that we can't stop this? He's, a, he's fucking irrelevant. Um, cause it's like, I, yeah, we encourage all of this. Like what guys, please just put everything we're saying on the dirt sheets. Cause that's what fucking makes my fucking clock tick. Um, but, uh, he, the, one of the guys was actually talking about, uh, the sportster stuff and, and he's like, you know, you don't, don't promote the negativity, but uh, I was like, I, I kind of think he misses the, it's all entertainment. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's truly hysterical to us. And, uh, and whatnot, and we try to do it in an entertaining way because um, just talking about the positives all the time aren't nearly as funny. Yeah. So it, it's fun to put a little twist on stuff sometimes and uh, as far as the negativity goes. But this is one of the positive letters, um, and I encourage you guys, this is really cool. And this, is, this is, again, another reason when you help people, it's a very powerful feeling. And uh, it, even if it was one out of every hundred in one person, you're changing their life and, and the life and the other 99 are, they're absolutely miserable. Well, we're changing one person's life at a time and it's through just having fun. And here's this guy's in particular, the letter I wanted to read. It was really touching. And, uh, Hey, big guy and Pat, I wanted to take the time to thank you both for the weekly motivation, inspiration, and entertainment over the past seven months. Wow. It's been seven months. Is that no, it's been, start- it's been 12 months, God damn it! It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said that earlier. I think okay. we caught you in a lie, Buckster. <laughs> um, I started listening to your podcast in late 2016, hoping to hear negativity and bitterness from a former WWE wrestler. I'm a 35-year-old male, 6'1", and at the, at the time I was 260 pounds of fat. I was smoking pot all day and binge drinking on the weekends. I was living in a world of negativity and self-hatred and living my life like a depressed robot. Ryback's tips of the week, nutritional advice, and message of ignoring negativity and setting goals and taking control of your life was a major inspiration for me to change my own. Pat's example of following your dreams and working hard to succeed in in a strange and risky business did the same. Boy, you're telling us. 
<laughs> Since December, I have lost 75 pounds eating a diet high in lean protein with, with lots of fibrous carbs and a moderate amount of low glycemic carbs and healthy fats. Hmm. I do cardio five to six days a week for 45 minutes a session and have fallen in love with high-intensity weightlifting sessions. Five days a week, moderately high weights with high reps and short rest periods between sets. My waist has dropped from 40 inches to 32 inches. I no longer smoke pot or touch alcohol, nor do I ever feel the desire to. I avoid negative situations, people, and places online. I have tuned out from all social media. I have never felt this good about myself or my life. I wanted to thank you both. I left a five-star review explaining this on iTunes. I don't know if it will show up in the regular reviews since I'm, from, uh, since I'm in Canada. Hmm. Make sure you don't read that one, Pat. <laughs> not, not looking for a free supplement or anything. I know how crazy Canada Customs Duty International Shipping and French and English labeling can be. You can go ahead and read it, Pat. <laughs> I just wanted to give some feedback uh, on something. I just wanted to give something back. Keep up the great work. I love the health, fitness, motivation, motivational segments of the podcast and would love to hear more. Thank you very much. But that's, that's just one letter. And I told you, I, we, I get a lot of these throughout the week. And it, and it amazes me the people losing weight like this. That's the thing. I think with, the, with you know, we started this, like we both, you know, that's really, really your world. I guess it's my world too. Like I, I really have always enjoyed the gym. I like learning. I like eating okay. I like yeah. kind of, but I think that starting off with wrestling talk and then when we get into like the fitness nutrition, I just think a big part of the, or most of the audience hasn't heard basic or more advanced information like this. That's what I think at least. No, absolutely. And that's why we, we take the approach that we do. And it's, um, I try to talk a little bit about everything. And that's why tonight in our main event, we're actually going to be answering fitness questions and nutrition questions uh, because we have some of them from our, from our listeners and our fans. And um, things that we take for granted that because we live the lives that we live, uh, they're, they're second nature, but we share these, these little insights and tidbits and things that have helped us. And I, people emailing, thank you for talking about the pickles late at night. I, I grab pickles rather than binge eating and, and, you know, Zevias and all these little things, these little tricks, so to speak, that, that help us stay in shape that people don't know about. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's cool, man. And there's nothing more powerful than helping people. And it's letters like that, emails like that that completely make all the negative bad ones worth it. Like, cause that shit's irrelevant. That's the shit that's irrelevant. When you help and change people's lives, that's why we do what we do. Uh, and it's cool, man. And so thank you very much for sending that in. Uh, and we encourage you guys, if you got a cool story, please share it. Um, and we'll do a better job of sharing these on the podcast. Cause I, I think it's cool for everyone to hear that you could, you can, when you set your mind to something, you can, you can definitely, you can, you can change your life. It's and nice. It takes fun. Takes five seconds. It's nice not talking about wrestling every fucking waking moment and just like, hey, uh, try this food out or do this. Because it affects yeah. everybody. It affects everyone. You got one fucking body. You got to take care of it no matter. Uh, that, that's, I've been doing a couple things for, I spoke at a, a high school in Rahway. And I'm, and I'm like, half these kids don't give a fuck about wrestling. Most of them don't. No, most and, people don't. No, but the one thing that does relate to everyone is like working out or taking yeah. care of yourself or diet. Uh, I try to segue into that because that's something that everyone has to face an issue. Everyone always wants to be a little, hopefully should want to be in a little better shape or yeah. be a little bit, we could always be a little bit healthier. And that's, that's. I, I think eventually this podcast is going to go more towards that direction 
Ian maybe does, maybe doesn't, but I think it's it. The more most of the feedback, a lot of it comes from that, and that's just pretty refreshing to to hear. Yeah, it's um. I actually I told you I got a green screen now because I got my graphics and edit, editing guy is gonna start. I actually had to order a new tripod, um, the the taller one because the one I have I couldn't get the right angle on the green screen to film my. I'm gonna start doing more YouTube videos. Um, for the supplements and just in general, in more motivational stuff, um, because I want to start getting that YouTube channel a little more active mm-hmm. and, and doing things I enjoy. Like I cut a five minute promo in the kitchen today, just the motivational stuff, just talking, and I'll do that regularly. And I'm like, man, I wish I recorded that. And um, but what are you gonna put in the background for the green screen? Like what kind of uh, like volcanoes or <laughs> like what's gonna be on it? Probably Ultimate Warrior spaceship <laughs> type shit. <laughs> What? What's wrong with that? No, nothing's wrong with that. If it, it's whatever gets people watching it, it's uh, and then I'll get a, a cease and desist letter from uh, Dana Warrior that that's not mine. And uh, yeah, yeah just, been there. Be just aliens. And- <laughs> <laughs> you can have a lot of fun with that. You really can. Yeah. No, I really. What? Just a bunch of just random things in the back. I think that's going to be my thing. It'll just be the most random things, but they'll be they'll be hypnotizing to you mm-hmm. just like whatever it is and uh just, just i don't know i'm just randomly thinking of differently just titties in the background floating <laughs> around on one where you're like you're, you don't even give a shit what i'm saying but you're just watching you're just helping those views go up and up and up and uh no but uh that's something I, this podcast i think having a balance and talking about various things and obviously we both come from wrestling um so and, and a lot of our listeners are they listen for the wrestling, and I think that the nutrition and the fitness stuff is kind of a bonus that other podcasts don't do. That's why kind of we're, we're more than just a wrestling podcast, I think, on that end. But it, we kind of, what did we call it before? A hybrid? A oh, hybrid I don't know. Podcast? I mean, we love wrestling. I mean, I just came from, I drove an hour after teaching a hell of a class tonight. Let me, uh, we've been tuning our own horn, I guess, ringing, ringing our own bell here. And uh, I love that you, I forgot to bring the bell down. <laughs> <laughs> But we make fun of wrestling a lot. However, we do love wrestling. I, we, we love have, it. We do. We have a lot of respect for wrestling. We talk about wrestling. I, I don't get that misconstrued. But there's just other shit to talk about, too, you know? I yeah. Had a, had a great time teaching tonight. A little tired. You, but... and, and before I ask, I'm going to ask you here, what did you guys work on tonight? But uh, to, to touch on what you just said, yeah, we make fun of wrestling because we do it. And we've lived and I and, and been in the thick of it. And um and still, constantly, and you're constantly, you're teaching tomorrow's superstars each and every day, and um, I'm still very active in my career, and it's, you're allowed, it's fucking pro wrestling. You're allowed to make fun of it. And if you it's, don't, you'll go crazy. Like, you have to realize yeah. how silly it is. It's so it's silly. Com- it's, it's as silly as anything, but it also creates great memories, and there's a lot of really cool things about it. Yeah. But you, we're allowed to make fun of it. And like I like last week, somebody <laughs> wrestling is an embarrassment to wrestling. Like that, <laughs> that that got a few responses this week of people fucking losing their shit over that. And uh, it, it is it's the truth though. It's not. Yeah, you know it, what? As far as in, it, I don't know. But what did you guys work on tonight? Is where I was getting at. Well, I, I can actually segue into into a story here. So my last weekend, I had a couple wrestling things. I've said it before, being a promoter, I own all my own equipment, so I rent my equipment on the weekends. I do ring rentals, and I had two ring rentals for, sometimes I'm on the shows, sometimes I'm not, and for these ones, it kind of came up last minute, so 
I didn't, uh, I wasn't wrestling on these shows, but I needed to be there because my ring truck, it's my ring, and only me, uh, Kevin Matthews, or Mario Boker were the only ones on the insurance. So if something happens to my ring truck and they crash, unless it's one of us, I'm probably going to get in trouble. So uh, I did the ring rental on Saturday, and I go to this, this show, and the main events, and it was a, actually a good show. They, had, they run once a year. They had people there. Everyone was really, for the most part, cool. But the main event put me in such a bad mood that I just sat there muttering things to myself, just getting mad at what I was watching. And some of my guys were in the main events, and it was a gauntlet match. So a tag team gauntlet match with like eight or nine different teams in it. All right. Now, mind you, the show has already gone on very long. We're about literally three and a half to maybe three hours, 45 minutes into the show before the main event starts. All right. So the crowd is fucking checked out. They're tired. That's a long night. Very long night. And it's, it's pretty warm in the building. But the main event's about to happen, and I'm going, fuck, that's, that's, I don't, that's not an easy match to have in a main event, a gauntlet match, because yeah. essentially it's, it's supposed to be, even though it's different teams or different people, I think of a gauntlet match, it's really one long match with different, independent guys don't think that way. And I fucking watched, there's probably about eight teams in this, like eight different matches or seven different matches, like, yeah. like they full... Are, yeah fucking and i'm and every single instead of having a match where or a gauntlet match where you wrestle for three four minutes one team wins whatever goes on the next team hurries out and tries to capitalize on the situation continues the heat or something yeah 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 just or, you make it one long match somehow yes or maybe like a mini you know a, a, a mini story here someone wins very quickly no not on this thing Every single thing, except for two guys, or two of my guys actually did really great. Uh, Tabu okay. Crew and Espana, the soccer players did great. But after that, every team after that, full entrance, they, with their ring gear on, so this team is surviving the gauntlet, you're, 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 you're the next in line to get in the ring, and you take a full entrance around the ring. And this is my big pet peeve, is that every... I don't understand why independent wrestlers like to walk around the ring in like a full circle when no one's reacting to them. Ah, okay. So if you're a babyface and kids are going fucking crazy, I understand going around. But if you're doing that and no one gives a shit, or if you're a heel and fans are just sitting there and you're walking by just eyeing them down, just get in the fucking ring. And it's a gauntlet match. Needs up time for sure eats up so much time you're allowing your opponent to recover and this happened every fucking time uh it just it was i i just i realized in my head i went you know what i'm gonna teach a class on gauntlet matches on tuesday today ah. just because it probably is never brought up and there's gonna be people in these situations where they think that it's entrance play with the fans get in the ring no, it's not. It's 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 a one long story where you don't wrestle that long. You have to cut your shit down or else fans check out. And that's exactly what happened. I was just kind of mind blown that so many people in this match didn't have the wherewithal to go, hmm, maybe we should put it together differently and not have these fucking long seven long tag matches. It it just hurt my brain. 
I think it, it's not necessarily always – it's not their fault. A lot of guys, they don't know. It's, I think we've had the privilege of a kind of – and there's no necessarily right and wrong. There's just different opinions on things. But I will say – and I, I remember Joey Mercury uh, in WWE, who, whom I love uh, a lot, and he has one of the great, great wrestling minds. He – we would kind of always – would talk, especially when I was working with Seth a lot in the J&J security – and uh, they were him and Jamie were the agents for the whole tour on our side and working in the main <laughs> events with Seth every night. And uh, but they um, we were talking about like the ideal length for like a live event show. And and, and uh, he goes two hours, 45 minutes, Ryan. No, not a minute, not a minute sooner, not a minute later. Two forty five. That's what we have found or something along the lines of that. And, uh, and, and he goes, that's, that's what I like to keep. He goes, people feel like they get their money's worth, but it's not so long that they check out. I agree. And, uh, and even in that two, even I, I would two and a half to two hours and 45 minutes, like there's some give there, yeah. especially if it's a great show. Um, but, but you definitely don't want to go over that three hour mark. No. It's almost like a movie. I tell you when I, I went to the movies and, uh, it's, even a movie that's really, really good, if you know it's going to be three hours long, you almost kind of check out without wanting to, even if you don't want to. It's just, that's a huge chunk of time. It is. It, and uh, so I, I, I think, too, the, a lot of them, they don't know, and they're learning, and it's a process, and, and it's, that's how they learn, though, and whatnot, and, and going out there and really, ah, well, the people weren't really interested in that, but they... And you never know, they might be sometimes, but that, that's a long time to kind of put on a wrestling event. So. Yeah, I think part of it is a process, but part of it I feel like, uh, and God, forgive me, I say like a lot. Last episode, holy shit. You're catching on. That's what I told you I would do. I say the word like a lot also. Like, I, and like. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. Two I, bimbos I, talking back and forth. <laughs> just two chatty Cathy's <laughs> just, talking about fake fighting and underwear. Complaining about other people to, fake fighting and underwear. Yeah. We uh, we used to call ourselves Chatty Cathy's at uh, Smoky Bones, by the way, because we whenever we would get a break, we would we would get a Diet Coke and uh, or a coffee with nothing but Splenda Equal and just aspartame poured in, and uh, and and just in talk while uh, we would convene in the little we had our little meeting spaces in the uh, in the restaurant when we would take breaks from waiting on the tables, but we always used the word Chatty Cathy's. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I was saying with with things like that, I think people they they approach every show that they have to give so much to whatever opportunity they have in the ring. So they they the biggest problem I think with most independent wrestling matches is the shows are too long, and that the heat is always absurdly way 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 too long. And the people really? don't. I, that's what I think at least for from. Okay, and I'm not talking about the the ones that every like the really good competitive indie darlings that people know i'm talking about like your plain jane just average wrestling promotion that the biggest problem i see is that the heat is way too long and the show is just way too long and that just makes people check out so you know it just it was just alarming and i went through with my guys tonight and just kind of explained different things like you're going to be in a gauntlet match at some point don't fucking do this try to do this approach it this way you know and it's it's not always about you it's about what you can contribute to the show and you're going to have to live with that. It's an, it's, it's stuff like that. I thought it went very, very, very well. Pat, I would appreciate, pr- appreciate it if you gave shitty advice on this show so that 
WWE doesn't hire you and put you in the performance center to shut down my podcast so I lose my co-host. Because if those, you keep giving out if you keep giving out good advice like this, because I feel like I feel like they listen and uh, <laughs> they solely just for your not nothing but me just <laughs> just to hear what Pat fuck that great colleague thing that's a good idea we're gonna <laughs> bring him in have him climb and choke the guy yeah no, I don't I don't think I'd be a good to the, being a trainer there man you just have to Matt I, Bloom's a hell of a guy though. I, Tenzai I is think a they great all guy. are. I think they, I yeah, think they all Norman. I love Norman, but to be in a system where you have to train guys for the last five years, I've been training guys about three to four nights a week at, in two to three hour clips. And it's so difficult just for that time period to keep it interesting, relevant, have something new and fresh to work on for these guys that have to do it eight hours a day or six hours a day. That just sounds for, and half them. It's always it's always been that though. They break it up now though, where there's promo stuff. Everyone has their their category. You wouldn't necessarily you would work on you would have your 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 game plan mapped out for the week probably. Yeah, maybe you're right, but also with people that don't even like wrestling, <laughs> like that's <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, again though, you would I, but you would have you would have your favorites. I feel like of True. guys, you know, and then. uh but you would have to be fair to everybody. That's what you're supposed to in that position. But it's um, because they have it broken down. They have, they've actually evolved with the training to where I like I was. They got the striking coach and the promo. Co- you know what I mean? Always they always had the promo coaches. But mm-hmm. developmentals evolved greatly from they, what it was. They have yoga sessions now where that's part. It's almost like a I don't I don't know like a college curriculum. From what I was told, that they do different things every single day. And wrestling's yeah. just a blip on the schedule there's the the weight training then you go to i don't know striking class then maybe you wrestle then maybe you go to promo thing uh it's yeah it seems like a completely different world from what it used to be it's uh this is the the thing with that though it's funny and and i i think because you either have it or you don't like as far as i feel like being a hard worker and whatnot and but i guess you could i guess people you could always change but I always thought, like, in developmental, too, I liked being responsible for my success and my hard work or whatever. And it's great. that Everything is great that they have in place. But, like, the, the weight training and forcing guys to go to the weight. Because then when you get on the road, though, you're on your own. Yeah. You have to, that, you have to just have self-discipline. And I feel like if, you're, if you don't have that to begin with, it's easy to fall off the wagon later on. Like, um, and that's not everyone, necessarily. That's just my opinion on it. But uh, it was... Um, I saw that happen from time to time with guys that were told they had to go to weight training every day. Then when you get on the road, you, you could sleep in if you want. Mm-hmm. There's no, you don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to be to the building till five, five o'clock at night. You have the whole day ahead of you. What do you do? Like it's so, um, but yeah, it, it's as far as though, like the, 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 the different, the promo stuff and the striking coach stuff. And, and just, I think it, it is, it is evolved into, it's pretty cool how they have it now. It, it, it's only going to get better. Yeah, but I think you'd fit in nicely down there. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the negotiations have started, so maybe I'll uh, I'll go down there. No, nobody's I'll called me. Find, <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to find a new co-host here. <laughs> Just so me bashing you every week. Just <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit left me. I think it's really hard though for WWE. If you really think about it, how many responsible people are there in wrestling? to actually work in a facility like that. If you really think about it, and I, I urge people listening, 
I couldn't, I can't think of many people that, that are responsible enough to handle a job like that, that are actually active and promising in wrestling that, you know, work within what they want to pay people, which I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know either on, on what all that, and I'm sure every position is different. Uh, as far as all that goes, but uh, I mean, it's a great responsibility being in charge of people's lives like that and the, the young talent and you're grooming them on more than just, it is more than just wrestling. It mm-hmm. really is. And it's, um, but I've been down there with, with what it was. And it was always cool coming from when just deep South wrestling that was in a shopping center, which was a small little building. It was next well, to a bar. You're one of the few that got to experience really all three. I mean, yeah. Going that, from, there to OVW, which OVW was was superior to Deep South Wrestling, and and, I, and, it, and it wasn't necessarily all that much bigger, mm-hmm. but it was they had live events every week, and it wasn't even live events at Deep South when we we started. It was just it was what what it was. It was just developmental was 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 slowly evolving, and before that it was HWA in in, in Cincinnati, and then uh, going to FCW. I remember I was blown away by the Florida Championship Wrestling Facility and how big it was. And there were four rings. Whoa! Yeah, we only we only ever had one ring. There's four rings that you could like. This is amazing. And then you know that whoa, a trainer's room. Wait, there's people that help you because that wasn't a thing before. No, it and, wasn't. And, and people before us, it had it much worse than us. It, and it, it's just slowly progressed, and where now it is such a level, and. uh it's cool. I'm glad. It, and it should be. That's the way it, it, everything should evolve and get better as, as for future generations. So it's, uh, it's only going to make you're, you're going to have guys picking it up that maybe not wanted to picked it up before because they have the resources there to pick it up now. So very cool. So anything else happening this week? Trying to think, uh, I'm, uh, just been training like crazy, getting ready for Australia. I've been, uh, doing a lot of conditioning stuff and Diet's been on point like it always is, but just uh, doing the the the, uh, the weight training session early in the day with cardio, and then doing like my hard conditioning at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a, I busted out a hundred burpees yesterday after my workout. Had uh, my ART massage therapist, another guy, come out this morning and uh, really work over my my shoulder really good and, and my back, which he used to work on it when it was really bad. And he just goes, "Man, this is so much better than it was." Just the the range of motion and from the stem the, stem cells from the from the stem cells yeah he goes you're just going to keep getting better and it, it uh, even if it gets a little tight after like I did chest yesterday it loosens up so quick when it when when it's worked on so uh, he even go he goes I have a feeling in six months you're going to have a whole new body just from the way what he's seen and everything my back like before he would work on me I couldn't get off the table my back would spasm so bad because it was so fucked up. And like today, I'm like, I didn't even think about it. I just hopped right up. He'd have me flip over. He goes, Jesus Christ. He goes, you, you really, he goes, you're moving so fucking good. I go, I go, I, I go, yeah, I've been in a much better mood. I, I go, I think it's because I was so upset. I was so hurt all the time. <laughs> and uh, so it, it was good to actually have him see that today. And like in my back, my back used to always pop really good. And when it was hurt, when all the, it, it was so tense and the muscles were all spazzed out, my back wouldn't pop. And he today just like pushed on my back and it just like exploded, popped. And he goes, man, he goes, you wouldn't even move before. He's so pliable now. And so it's, uh, I feel good. I'm excited to get back in the ring. I'm going to, 
I'm going to take it easy though with my right shoulder, like the old meat hook. If I happen to find myself in an opportunity where the crowd is chanting, feed me more when I'm tuning up the meat hook, I'm probably going to throw it with my left for a while. Oh, and, really? And he- heavily disappoint the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> to hurt a guy, close line a guy in his throat. In his throat and just, or hit him in the face. And, uh, <laughs> That uh, be, have you thrown uh, lefties before? I've th- I throw short I've arms on my yeah. lefts. Yeah, yeah. I, it's the, the 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 meat hook's nothing more than a tackle and a follow through, which I will probably hit him in the face. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> By the way, who am I working out? Do you do we even have? Do I have opponents for these? I swear to God, I talked to the promoter today. We were texting, and I said, "By the way, who are his opponents?" And he went. Am I in? Am I am I main event or no? Also, I don't I know. Would like, I have a here's what I have a feeling of. Okay. This and this this scares me because I have not. It, I I have a feeling I haven't been in Aust- to Australia in years. I feel like these are going to do decent. Um, yeah, with people coming because how I don't go over there often. No, it's been, it's and been I, promoted very well. I think, and I think it. And they, they're going to put no choice in the main event. And I and we're, we talked about this is the greatest hits tour uh. where it's. Uh, and where I told you my mindset changes when it's a main event match, I feel like it has to go a certain level of time. Well, what, what, what's your, more than, you've wrestled in Australia before, obviously, right? What was it like? It was great. I loved it over there. I did a lot of media stuff, and I did some appearances over there. Australia is very much like the United States. Okay. Um, out of all the different countries, they're the most similar to the United States. I feel, when I was over there, where I felt very at home over there. I didn't feel out of place Mm -hmm. uh, like you do sometimes going to different countries. So, um, but I don't, I don't know the venues that I'm wrestling at and, and whatnot. So I, I know we're, um, we'll do, we got, we got some, uh, plugs to do later, but, uh, I don't know the two places that I am at necessarily the two venues, but I would expect that they do pretty decent. We have quite a good following over there for the podcast too. So, uh, but yeah, I've just been getting ready for that, man, just training and, um, Working on my kicks. Going to be doing a lot of a lot of kicks. A lot of ninja kicks. <laughs> ninja kicks. Just random. Just just hurting people on the reg. This is Billy Graham karate kicks. What do you think the people if I showed up wearing my <laughs> jujitsu outfit <laughs> with my white belt? <laughs> it would make headlines. Ryback does tour dressed as karate guy. The whole gimmick is I go out there and I can't quite get the hold to get the guy to tap out, and I follow it up with a big power move every time. <laughs> it, but it's, that's the story that I tell. It's constantly going back to that hole to try to get the guy to tap, which I can't get followed by a big power move. And uh, just, you know, <laughs> that's the deal, yo. All right. Well, we're, what pretty, about, we're pretty far in. Do we, do we plug stuff? Yeah. Do you, is it your turn? I believe it's your turn for the song of the week. I was scrolling through my uh, phone trying to think of a song because normally I have this prepared and I didn't. But I'm thinking I'm going to go because it'll segue nicely into maybe the first piece of wrestling news. I'm going to do a little Desperado by the Eagles. Jesus, I don't know any of these. Oh, you'll, you'll know. It was actually the last song they played at my wedding. But uh, Oh, very, was it? Very famous for something else that we'll get into when we talk about it. All right. If we can get that old song tuned up, Shining Wizards, Eddie. All right, guys, all fan mail for the big guy Ryback. Please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Feed Me More Nutrition, available here in Las Vegas at Spartan Nutrition. And also, it is now at Wise Chiropractic, 
Dr. John Wise on South Rainbow, Wise Chiropractic. Uh, he, he is my regular chiropractor here in town. He has the full line at his office as well. Feedmemore.com, we have great specials uh, still going on over there. And as always, on Amazon. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book by myself, available on Amazon in paperback, Kindle, and Audible form. And Fuel Meals, the personal meal prep service of myself, save 10% with discount code THEBIGGUY. Feeding Time 2.0, the official theme song of myself on the independence, available on iTunes. And Holosync Meditation is the meditation program I've been using since I broke my ankles back in the Nexus. That is available on feedmemore.com. We have this podcast conversation with the big guy, guys. Please continue to keep sharing and reviewing. We keep growing every week. We can't thank you enough for the support. The Facebook for Feed Me More Nutrition is at Feed Me More Nutrition. And the Twitter handle for this podcast, at CWTBG. And that's it for me this week outside of the, I got the two appearances uh, in wrestling matches in Australia. I think one is in Wollongong, mm-hmm. and the other one is, I, I, I forgive me, I don't have it, but it is on my Facebook and, and website, uh, guys, on the, on the Facebook page that I have at Feed Me More Nutrition. So. All right. Thursday, August 10th, WrestlePro doing a fundraiser for the Boys in Blue NYPD, obviously. Staten Island, New York, WrestlePROonline.com. Uh, what else do I got here? If you want to be a wrestler, creativeprowrestling.com. I believe we're having an open house on August 24th. If you want to come down and see that, check out the old school, watch a couple matches, maybe uh, sign up to be a wrestler. And uh, that's that's really all I got on my ends. Oh, uh, title match wrestling. If you want to see the latest clips from WrestlePro, uh, they have shoot matches, they have death matches. All the feedback, most of the matches that I talk about come from my own company, and they're affiliated with TitleMatchWrestling.com. You can get two weeks for free. Again, TitleMatchWrestling.com. Are you working side deals around me here, getting paid on the on the DL on me, Buck? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> they. I've I used to just put my footage up for free on YouTube, and okay. it was kind of oversaturated. So I have an agreement when. They help kind of film the okay, shows. Okay, this is your deal then. Yeah, so. All right. No, I'm cool with that. I, I didn't, I thought, I thought you were doing Smokey Bones deals now, uh, just blatantly in front of me. Big dumb Ryback. <laughs> He's dumb as fuck. He'll have no idea. No, I'm getting a, uh, yes, that's what, that's exactly what I'm doing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also want to throw in there, uh, we, we haven't got him in a while, but we uh, made it takedownpiracy.com. Yes. Takedown Piracy is an anti-piracy service who is protecting our podcast from being ripped off. And I know these guys have helped out a lot of people in the pro wrestling world. So if you're a podcaster or maybe you're with a wrestling promotion dealing with piracy issues, do yourself a favor and hit up Nate at takedownpiracy.com. They're super easy to work with and get you great results. And he's done a lot of great things with us, helping us. God forbid all these, uh, Ryback shoots on this, Ryback shoots on that, Pat Buck shoots on this. I, I someone today I saw on the one of the Ryback's going to do a shoot on shooting. Um, <laughs> That's kind of funny. Which is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, guys, I don't put this shit out there. We do this podcast having fun. It's all you fucking social media people that put all this out there that Ryback and they do it with everybody. I, yeah. I can't tell you how many stone cold shoots I see. And I'm just thank you guys for keeping my name alive on social media because Jesus Christ. God, it, but Nate, Nate is a, he's great at getting down to, none of them, by the way, link back to the show. They just yeah. put their, their shitty clip up 
and and fucking don't plug anything. So it's really not that hell. It, it in terms of the audience we've secured, I don't think I joke around and like half of it hates. I'm sure people do listen because they do hate, but it really doesn't. This stuff doesn't help because they don't link, they don't quote, and the stuff they do take out of that they uh, what's the word transcribe. You can't completely understand the context of it because they put a narrative with it, and it confuses. Yeah. It, it really is kind of like incredibly shitty. So, which whatever. I told you is is what people do is they create the headline for the emotion they want to create before you even listen or read to something. It's so they Ryback is a piece of shit shooting on this. You instantly read that, and you're you're kind of in your head have that in your head, and you're looking for confirmation of that headline. And it, they, Wouldn't it be amazing though if they if if someone was creative and took the opposite approach, like the amazing Ryback, great human being, speaks about this just to make people go oh, and click on it instead of having the same narrative for every single what person a, that's like this. What an original, great idea, Pat! Like our God Ryback, and then. <laughs> <laughs> that is what a great trend that is. That is. I'm not going that far. But. Well, I just did. Honk honk. Um, Ryback shoots on being God. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Ryback and, claims he's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Ryback claims he's a modern day Jesus because everybody hates him like they hated Jesus, but he claims a hundred <laughs> years from now he's going to be a legend. God, he was so far ahead of his time. What were we thinking? Throwing stones at this poor guy. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, and with that, we will take our first break. Yes. If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice cold soda every now and then, but you hate the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener, Stevia, and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safer soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right. For free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. All right, and we're back. And uh, last week I mentioned uh, I tried out Jefferson's bourbon. The last couple okay. weeks, actually. And uh, hell of a bourbon. Potential sponsor, right? Yeah, we were we were talking a little bit, um, and uh, the, I guess the owner listened to the podcast, and uh, they're right in the Bible Belt in Kentucky, and uh, where we both had lived for some time. And uh, apparently, cussing is not um, something that that the owner is fond of. So oh. it, it really disappointing because I I really did like that the bourbon was phenomenal, but. You know, it's we're looking for an alcohol sponsor, Buckster. And uh, this week, I went with Jim Beam's bourbon, and uh, it's it's delicious. What are you? I, I'm still mad about this guy. Cuss. This guy creates a fucking alcohol, and he and it's. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think about that actually. <laughs> this guy makes something that 
you know, <laughs> ruins bourbon. people's lives. Yeah, a fucking well, poison, yeah. which we love, but mind you, in moderation, moderation, more than appropriate. But again, it ru- it's ruined a lot of lives. Yeah, which bourbon is ascent- bourbon's whiskey made in Kentucky. That's really all it is. But yeah. for this holy roller, apparently our potty mouths <laughs> that remove was us that from was this it. situation. It, it was that was the only complaint was the cussing, and I was like, well, it's kind of a just a. It's a, it's a loose conversation. We're not, this isn't a formal interview or anything like that, uh, contrary to, to, to what people might think. So I don't, and kids can't, kids can't use your products. You're 21. You're 21 yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Our audience is specifically is we have that, that, that target that like wrestling want, like we have that demographic here. Like it's that 18 to 34 year old male. That's all. Yeah. That, that's all that listens to this podcast and occasional few ladies. I've been checking the demographics. We are now up to 3.1% females. Holy shit. Are you... Get out of here. 3.1%. It was 100% Do I need to keep telling women to shake their asses? Is that what it is? (laughs) Is that getting us more female... Well, let me just see. Oh, he's not that bad. 3.1%. I I forget the exact... But it's been consistent. I was impressed because I can't tell you. Week after week, it was 100% male... Which, mind you, would be the appropriate for people that, because not a lot of women drink bourbon. There's not a lot of whiskey girls out there. They're more, at least yeah. from what I, maybe there were in Kentucky, a little bit more. But, ah, well, you know, I that, think that, that, I, that annoys me. I think I know the reasoning behind this, and I think I know what I need to keep doing, Pat. If you noticed on social media, I posted more and more body pictures of myself lately as I'm getting in better shape again. I think I need to do more of that Shawn Michaels with my IC title covering me, just laying on my pool table and just posting. <laughs> just, I think that's the key because I noticed doing that, that's what attracts the females. The males are going to fucking, and we might lose a few males over it, but it, we might be able to gain a few new, new female. Man, that big guy is quite attractive, quite the body on him. <laughs> I just laugh you recreate the... HBK scene. I don't know why that was table. my example. What a <laughs> shitty example. Just, just, hey, hey, mom, can you come take a picture of me? <laughs> the dogs are just running around. <laughs> What's this for? <laughs> just, oh, my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just see that go up one day. What the fuck is he doing? I fuck it up though, and you just see my balls hanging. You just like it's just fucking big guy botches Instagram sexy photo. Oh man! <laughs> oh god! So Jim Beam, you're saying Jim Beam is what are you drinking tonight? If I can be really honest, I, I know this can be shocking to hear. You're I'm not, not drinking right? alcohol. Really? I you had a rough drank. Dude, I, I, I think I had 20. They didn't have Tito's there. Uh, so I drank Absolute. And this is my new thing now. Absolute and seltzer with a little bit of grapefruit juice. A splash of grapefruit just, yeah, yeah. just for the taste. I think I drank 20 of them, man. I was, I was at a wedding and, you know, let the old hair down. One of our, our new uh, yeah, just, T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my bald head. Just, just let your hair down, man. <laughs> so I feel like the hangover has lasted two days and I just need to decompress. I've been just drinking these black cherry Zevia and a lemon lime Zevia and a little, uh, little water. Wow. It's, uh, 
All right. I was, I was debating. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here, actually, before I even... I'm watching Rusev walk on my TV screen to the ring. Uh, I have the SmackDown on mute. He looks in phenomenal shape. I don't think I've ever seen him in better shape. Have you seen yeah, him lately? He, he looks he, great. He, I saw him... Someone took a pic- picture. I didn't see the match, but uh, I saw him in the gym taking a picture, and he did. He looks looks good. Tan, fucking, just leanness I've ever seen him. Man, he's one of my favorite opponents. Him and I told you Rollins. I've t- I've said many times. He's uh, Rusev is just universally liked by everybody. Uh, not to kill. It. He's a real asshole in the ring, though. I don't agree with his ways by any means. But backstage, when wrestling's not on the line, <laughs> he's a really nice human being. But uh. I was um, I was debating not not drinking tonight because uh, with, with Australia and everything I, I'm really helping I'm I'm I weighed two seventy five last night I've gotten considerably leaner and but I'm I I want to be I never want to disappoint I always want to be that two eighty five two ninety and I, okay. I'm but I'm not. I'm probably a couple months away. I can't rush that process training. And naturally, it just does. It takes time. And I'm only going about 50%, not even on the weights, 50% yet. So, Well, what, what puts that on? Is it the diet thing or is it the way you train? No. So for me, it's especially when you and people, they're not going to understand this. All you do is you just fucking do steroids. No, <laughs> you, I, it's, it's a lot of fucking hard work. It's not that. And it takes a lot longer. But when, especially when you lift naturally, heavy weight training it, it take you got to really push the muscle, and so for me, when I'm not able to train as heavy, it's much harder because mm-hmm. people. And this isn't taking away anything from anybody that uses performance enhancing drugs, but you can get away with doing much less. You really yeah. can. You you can take them and not train at all and still look phenomenal. But when you you have to push your body, so and for me, when I have to go lighter, it, it just my body can only get to so heavy that, that when I'm able to, to train at a heavier weight, uh, that, that 10, 15 pounds will come on over time. But I'm not, hmm. I, I'm only like, again, I put a video up the other day, which I, 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 people have emailed me saying you need to do more workout content videos on YouTube. You could really do really well with that. And, and you have people are interested in your workouts. And I put a video of me deadlifting just 225 on my, it's called a vert pull by Brandon Allen here. He's a power lifter in Vegas where I've talked about this before. It teaches you proper form deadlifting where you, mm-hmm. it engages your hips and your glutes and you keep your back, your back calves against this vert pole. Uh, if you type in, it's at the vert pole on Instagram. You can actually see what this device is. I think it's a hundred, 150 bucks, but it is well worth buying to teach you how to deadlift. And, uh, I just put a video up of me deadlifting it two twenty five, twenty five times. And, and the amount of views that, that, that kind of stuff gets is tremendous. Like yeah. it, it gets a lot of views. So I, I uh, but I, again, I, I'm used to going a lot heavier. So in that okay. stuff, not necessarily deadlifting, um, which I do though still, but just everything in general, like I'm not bench pressing, I'm not doing anything. I'm just giving my body time to heal. And I'm doing now, why a lot. does that happen? Because 225 at 25 reps seems like a lot. It's a lot. It's a yeah, lot. Yeah. Of reps. No, it is a lot. Yeah. And so I did what's a- the difference? Say like, you know, you get, you start going up to, you know, I don't know, 400, 450 and my body responds to- differently to that. I put on, it will, it creates a thicker muscle. Is that what it does? Yeah. For me, it creates a thicker with, muscle. With keeping your diet the same as it is now? Yeah. Same. My body, okay. it, it just, it, it just thickens up because it, it's, you're putting a heavier load on the muscle, whereas it, it higher reps is more of an endurance type thing, which I both have their place and I, I always mix it up. But that, that heavier volume, 
being able to do that. So if I did that and, and I'm able to train like that for three or four months, my body will start going up in weight. And then, okay, I pushed it really hard. I want to I wanna cut back a little bit and do a moderate weight or moderate reps. Or, and then, but I'll hold on to my weight because it's not such a long period. I can hold on to it. Whereas okay. my, it, it, it's a process. So I, it's just working to get back there. And you don't have to train like that all the time. But I like to cycle my training things. But it, it'll be nice to be able to go full-blown again. I'm, I'm probably two or three months away from from being close to that level. Um, but like I said, it'll be left-handed clotheslines for a while and, you know, <laughs> fucking <laughs> broken necks, broken jaw, shitty kicks into the dick, kick up into the face, super kick into the neck, shit like that on the reg All right. in Australia. Speaking All right. What's going of, on? You got any wrestling news? I do. The, the top story, which I don't necessarily know is a story, uh, but did you watch UFC this week at all? Uh, I was going to order the fight and I didn't, I, I ended up training late and I was, I had already missed a few of the fights and I, I, I wanted to, the Buffalo wild wings, which I've gone to watch before they, they tend to get packed now because this area, nobody lived by me before. Now it's packed with people. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I was just like, eh, I didn't feel like going and standing in there. Um, but I, I, I saw the results. Well, obviously, uh, John, John Bones Jones won the light heavyweight title. Yeah. He called out Lesnar after. Uh, which made its news, and they're going to have a super fight. It's obvious eventually they're working towards kind of stealing something from the playbook of Conor McGregor and, and Mayweather, but not on, a, not on that big a level because I feel like that, what they're doing is so much more out there, but yeah. going towards the super fight aspect and, and this attraction thing. You know, Bones is, is in the 205 weight class. He walks around at 225 pounds, I believe. He's 6'4", I believe. And Brock walks around at what, 280, 290? I'm not really sure. It depends. He fights at 265. That's, yeah. the, that's the heavyweight, the cutoff weight for heavyweight, I believe, right? 265. Yeah, he cuts 265. And they said that the next day, most times he puts on just from dehydration. Pounds. Someone said like 15. Like he just I, I like, believe that. Yeah. All, it, all of it comes back. But they want to fight because they know there's money there and people want to see it. And there's not. So the company that bought UFC is, is kind of is hurting. They're hurting because they bought it for four billion. They don't really have a lot of draws. Like it, it's a weird time period. Ronda isn't fighting. She's yeah. re- retired, not retired. She wants to have kids. She's not fighting. Connor's in his own world, doing his thing. Yeah. That's then they have Jones. They have, and they don't really have a whole lot after that. So. The fight game's entirely different than wrestling or anything like that. And some guys that have, have parlayed long careers out of it, it, it is very rare, though, you, when you really think about it. Like, you look at Ronda, that it, it's a few-year span, like, if you're lucky with that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, one fight, you could be done. It, it's really – that's the one thing, and I've heard, like, Stephanie McMahon, and I don't know if Hunter, but I remember Stephanie was seeing something with her talking about that's the difference with like pro wrestling and how they could kind of, it, it's a different thing where you could get build characters and, and have people invest in on a different level. We're fighting. If you have a couple bad outings, it, it's tough. That's it. Were, yeah. And there's and the so fans many people so, coming up and yeah, they're tough. You need momentum. Like you could be, you really need to build win after win after win. And if you have some, some bad encounters you're, you're forgotten about no matter like, who you are. Connor and two, this is a, and I think if Connor would like that whole Diaz fight 
had he had another bad outing and, and something happened and then he, maybe he gets another chance and it's another bad outing, where's he at? You don't know, like, but he recovered beautifully and he had it. You know what? It, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, it's one of those that doesn't always happen. It's like Rhonda. She had the bad outing and then it was another bad outing. Now it's possibly done. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's very, it's a mentally, it's all the respect in the world to those people. It's incredible what they do it, and the training Dana is a whole even, other thing. Dana White even said he doesn't even, he does, he wouldn't want Rhonda to come back. I think just out of her own kind of mental state, if she were to lose again, she doesn't take things very well. As, no, that's, I mean, that's a, it, who would, it's not an easy thing to recover no. from. I, I can imagine it's, it's a whole other world. So what I was saying with this is that the company that bought UFC, they're, you know, on, on the fights that a Brock was on or Connor was on, they kill it. But on these other ones, they don't so much and they can't, they're, they're making money, but they're not making the money that they need to justify the cost they bought the company for. So what I thought was really interesting, I believe, uh, I believe his name was Nick Brennan. I think he used to be an announcer for WWE, but yeah, I like been, Brennan, the rich Brennan, yeah. right? Rich Brennan, sorry, yeah, Rich Brennan. Very nice guy. I like him a lot. So he put out this sort of theory, but a lot of people have been talking about different things. Could WWE ever really be for sale? Because yeah. there's been speculation that WME, WME, IMG, which is a company I think that bought UFC, has expressed interest in purchasing WWE, and they have the money for a UFC at $4 billion, but it, the weird thing is, at this time period, there seems to be a weird crossover. Ronda was at, you know, the May Young Classic. Jones and Lesnar, even though Lesnar is under under contract, I know he goes back and forth. And the Becky and Cyborg thing this week, there's been this like weird. Is there cross promotion? Is there something to this rumor? I don't know, but I, I, I wonder. I I think stuff could happen. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I the only thing I'm we talked a little bit before the show, and um, when we were kind of going over everything, and and I just mentioned I feel like UFC understands though now that that and you're going to have the purest, and they want to just see the straight up fights, and it's almost like I always go back to the WCW when they had the three hour shows and they had a little bit of everything on it. That if mm-hmm. you can create a card with a little bit of everything on it, where you have your you you know the, the fights for the purists, and but then you have those special attraction matches. When they would look, have Ray versus Eddie, where the wrestling fans would go crazy, and yeah. they had Hogan versus whoever at the ends, where peep the mainstream people. Yeah, where you there. because because you know what you do when you do that is you increase your buy rates because you're appealing to more people, you're expanding mm-hmm. your audience, and I think they are. It is they are evolving, and I think they're going to see that. Just having, like, again, having a, a fight with Jones and Lesnar where there's this guy has 40 or 50 pounds on this other guy. Can this, mm-hmm. can that, who wins? Like, that's, that's the story. It's the stories. It, it's, it's appealing. It, and the, the thing yeah. is, it's, but it's stories paying off with real fights. So it, mm-hmm. it appeals to that older audience again. You know what I mean? No, I, it's I feel great. like, yeah. So I, I, dude, I think it's great. I think they're learning as they go and it's, they'll find ways to keep making money and, um, as long and again, it's not sacrificing the sport and having it just be a, a, a sideshow or anything like that by any means. It, but it's it's appealing to all audiences. The more people you appeal to, the more money you make. And it's I think if they they continue to do that and and it it's it's good. It's a good thing. 
Well, the big issue was with Dana. Dana was very guarded, but Dana's kind of known for saying things and then re- retracting them later, kind of. I mean, saying that women would never fight in the UFC or... Times change, con- though, and he's a human being. I mean, that's... people. It's, you could say something and three years from now, you might have... You might, feel different about the subject so yeah i guess i guess i can i can say that but he is known for some time but it's a hard position you're not gonna have all the answers yeah the one thing that i think i think they're at a tough spot because they've made their their name off these legitimate they're all legitimate fights obviously but the whole ranking system and and things have got away from that where they're realizing the money is in these super fights they try to get gsp they try to get they're trying to get more eyes on the products because what they're doing isn't necessarily working because they're at a lack of stars until someone emerges, which I think will be eventually be Cody Garbrandt or uh, Joanna. I, I truly think that. But till then, how the fuck are they going to sell pay-per-views? You know, DC was champion for how long yeah. and wasn't necessarily bringing in this huge amount of interest that that, that happens. So it's it's clearly. It's it's interesting and personality plays a big part in that. DC seems like a very mellow, mild mannered guy as far as as he, he he's and I don't want to say he's not a promo guy, but he's just a right. He's not he's not Conor McGregor. Conor is not afraid to sit, speak his mind and say things. Which mm-hmm. it when you when you are very outlandish like that and speak very confidently and believe in yourself, you attract a lot of like and a lot of hate. And whereas if he's more of a mellow guy. It doesn't necessarily equate to more ratings and whatnot. Uh, the, the, there's one uh, the Diaz brothers don't really say a whole lot. They <laughs> hate interviews. They just, they just kinda, beat the shit out of you. <laughs> but they're yeah, and yeah. They, they give you the they give you the finger, and they're a total different. The, the, the dynamic between Connor and 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 Diaz was great, but uh, yeah, I'm Those just wondering. Guys, that, hell of a, I remember watching that with Tyson and Kevin Matthews. That that was great. Those were two badasses just beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. That whole that man that was that was something cool to see. So it'll be uh, interesting to see. But I'm just wondering with this, all this cyborg calling out Becky, it was just what's the deal with that? To, what's the deal with that? Like I'm not really. I didn't see all the tweets, but Cyborg is really aggressive with like the whole "Hey, I want a match at SummerSlam," and she just won the title for. Uh, I don't know the weight class. Was I, that her I, first I, UFC fight? Uh, first or second? I'm not sure. It might have been the first. Forgive me, guys. I'm not an MMA. I watch a lot, but I don't know it completely. Same thing with wrestling. I just check out. I know she won, but yeah, she. You know, it, it, it's it's an interesting thing going on. I just wonder if there's any. I don't know. I think it could be great cross promotion for everyone involved. If, but I don't know. I'm just interested. She uh, that it. was for her to have a WWE match at SummerSlam. Yeah. You said. How does that now, now just asking you this, you bring that up, how does that benefit UFC necessarily um, to have their big star go over into that world? That's, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, I, to me, I'm just wondering if w, WME, the, the company that bought UFC that owns it, IMG, whatever, I wonder if they're looking at WWE like a product that's been consistent over the years, even yeah. though they've had ups and downs, yep. where UFC went from this period of, booming and this last year or so has been a little tough so i wonder if they're kind of trying to and and the fact that here like here here's an issue that comes up they don't know what to do with punk where they have the legitimacy of the sport where his buy rate did very well 
people i think i think the the number was around 350,000 buys that's yeah. that's what i think was out there his fight did very but he lost his first fight and he's never had a fight before it didn't sound like and dana's openly said i don't think he should fight on ufc exactly or at least not on the bigger cards and meanwhile i'm sure that the parent company img is going well we need this money back maybe he should try again they don't know and he's even it, it just seems like they don't know where to want to fully do we go the super card route do we go towards it, keeping yeah. it legitimate i don't know i think it is legitimate still it's a real fight it's it, it's appealing you got to take in Again, it, it's appealing to all audiences, and he has his huge following. Why not? Mm. Because you can create, is, will this be CM Punk's <clears throat> last fight? Create a story and then pay it off with a real fight, everybody wins. It's not sacrificing the sport. Sure, you can say, well, there's a guy that's much more deserving of that spot. Well, but this guy's going to bring in the numbers. This might be his only other fight he has. Who knows? Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it, but create create stories that stories all, what sells and pay it off with the real fight they're also at a point too where bellator is right on their heels i know there's a massive difference but if he doesn't fight there he'll appear there and that's you, it gets guaranteed you were saying that do you think that's a thing then i'm not as in like tune with all that so a hundred percent if he's not gonna fight he's going to fight again one million percent if ufc doesn't have it he'll go okay and he'll go right to bellator and that'll be that'll be that that'll be I guarantee that. They like the special attraction matches, right? They are all about... I mean, look at what they had. Their highest rated things was Kimbo versus uh, Shamrock. Their Hoist versus Shamrock. They had the Chael, Sound and, uh, Chael and Tito. They're all about... They're about entertainment. They've openly said that. They're about entertainment. They're not out for who's the best fighter in the world. They are about what will make people watch... Yeah, this you know, you're, it's all legitimate fights, but this is what this is how we're doing that. They're they're much different, and I think they're smart for doing that because it gets the ratings. What does Punk fight at? What is what was the fighting weight that he fought at? I believe he walked or he was walking around at like one ninety, but I think the weight class is one seventy five. I think fuck, he fights at one seventy five. I think he cut to one seventy five against Mickey Gall. <laughs> Ryback loses 100 pounds. Follow the journey for the big Bellator fight. Ryback versus CM Punk at 175 to see just one big human vein versus CM Punk. Do, <laughs> do you think I could lose 100 pounds? I, I'm pretty, I think when you guys I set would have to meet in the something. middle. That would be tough. I mean. Well, fuck, meet in the middle. Do you think he's going to fucking get to like 240, 250? He's never been that like heavy. Two, That's fucking... Two. Fat CM Punk versus fucking skinny Ryback. <laughs> I don't know, but that would be. What's more interesting, you guys fighting or another, you know, person who's never fought before? I think that would be a no. That's a that's what I'm. It's, it's whatever uh, whatever sells. That is, uh, and people are the ones that create that interest and in, in whatnot in that. So you never know. And today it, it's all. It's it, everything is about money though these days, and that and that's sure. rightfully so. These people have a lot of money on the line for this promotion and the different promotions. So, I think it's cool. I, I'm I'm excited to see. I would like to see Punk fight again, and even though I don't agree with everything and and, and whatnot, it's uh, it takes a lot of courage to do that and uh, to follow through with it. And it didn't go his way the first time, so it's uh, I'm sure he's been training his ass off and 
it's uh, it'd be interesting. I think a lot of people would pay to see how he does, see how he's progressed, you know, mm-hmm. for his second fight. And I don't know. And it's it's all about finding the right matchups and creating interesting matchups and what people want to pay to see. So I wish him the best. Uh, and another fighter is coming back to the ring. Terry Funk is is returning to the ring. I just saw this pop up before for big time wrestling in South Carolina, I believe. I think it's next month. I like when you surprise me with stuff. I don't know how Dory. I is he still going too? I'm pretty sure Dory never retired. Terry's re- retired about 14 times, but Dory has uh, still taking bookings, I believe. You want to know how you get him to finally retire? How? You book him against the big guy, Ryback. <laughs> Fuck Wait, this. Terry? B- both. Two-on-one handicap match. <laughs> Fucking double shell shock all done. I have... Not because of any... Just because I'm so goddamn horrible. Right, guys? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh. I had... I, uh, not many people know this. I don't know if I talked about this. So oh, no. my my show I had WrestleMania weekends. The original option I was uh, that we were trying for was supposed to be Terry Funk versus Cody, and Terry was just having I think health issues and it wasn't the right time. So of course, Patty's did, did an not, old man. I know. I, last time I saw him was House of Hardcore in December, and he was uh, had a hard time getting in the ring. I think a hard time controlling his. Uh, he had like hernia surgery or something, Ooh, and that sucks. Yeah, not not a pleasant thing. But he's uh, he's coming back. So crazy old man Terry Funk is is back. Wow, that's uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. I I, uh, I wish him the best though. That's how old is he now? Do you have an exact age on him or? God, it's it's got to be. He's got to be over seventy. Has to be. I should really do my research. Damn it. I, I feel like saying like I I hope to God I don't have to wrestle at seventy. Um, <laughs> But with everything in stem cells, I'll probably be 85 and fucking trying to still go. <laughs> 73. Wow. That's, what is Vince? Is Vince 70 or 71 now? I think he's turning 72. I believe his birthday is in, in August. Why do I know that? What? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, August what? Uh, let's, let's look at the old Google machine. My mom's Vince? August 8th. I'm curious. Now that I think he's seven. later in the month. Oh, uh, okay. August 24th. He'll be All turning right. seven, 72. Wow. That's a hell of a run. Yeah. That's good. And I'm happy. That's, man, he looks great, too. I, I saw the, the photos of him that have surfaced lately. He looks, he looks fucking phenomenal. So, To be honest with you, I really don't have that much more wrestling news. In fact, I don't have any. I don't know <laughs> if you do this week. I, I took a few notes here. Um because I know you were telling me you, you've had a really, really busy week. And I don't yeah. like looking at dirt sheet stuff. I try to avoid all of that. Um, but you sometimes, for the sake of the podcast, I have to be a fucking mark. And uh, I, have to, I, have to, I have to snoop around. The only things I have, uh, it was uh, the Chris Jericho fan altercation that I saw a little thing on. And the Roman Enzo bus incident. So... Um, I don't know if you want to talk about either of those. I don't know a whole lot about that. I saw about them and I'll act like I'll just pretend (laughs) that I came up with it. Yeah, can you just act like you came up with those? Just (laughs) apparently, Chris Jericho had some sort of incident. Do you know about this? Really? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, apparently, guys, uh, for acting gigs, please book the big guy at yahoo.com or Nick Marchetti. He's doing all my acting stuff. <laughs> if you want to book me in any upcoming TV or movie things. Apparently, I saw something with with Jericho. The fan got you know lippy with him, something like that. I really didn't pay attention pay attention to it. To be honest it, with you, it was it was something. It was a non wrestling appearance, I think, and uh, it sucks. I think it's Chris is a great human being. I like Chris a lot, and uh, I told you when I saw that that um, it's amazing. Sometimes uh, you'll have fans that that love you or claim they love you. And mm-hmm. uh, they'll 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 catch you at a time when you're at the gym working out and you're in the middle of a set or you're at the airport or you've just you've just traveled 15 hours or 12 hours and and you'll just simply say no thank you because there's other people there and that and it's just going to trigger more people and and whatnot and and I feel like I've seen because I've seen it where I've said no thank you that was always my line no thank you because mm-hmm. we are allowed to say no it, yeah but, but people become crazy and i and some people understand and then you have others that completely flip their shit and i've had and just for me and when i hearing this story of the fan getting all pissed off at chris uh because apparently the stories he was signing autographs and probably had somewhere to be or something to do and there were more than one one person out there and uh he eventually said no and then somebody flipped their fucking shit and and it's i've seen it more than one time where it's, you, I love you to fuck you, Goldberg, you fucking steroid abuser. Uh, in which one guy in Miami, um, Miami airport had a, like the photo album of cards, mm-hmm. of, of many trading cards. And I, okay. just said, I said, no, thank you, man. In which he followed me and kept asking repeatedly. And then it flipped from asking to when he realized I wasn't going to do it to your fucking steroid, your fucking piece of shit. Fuck you all the way out to my taxi cab just repeatedly screaming as loud as he could. Just, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like a psycho. And then I later that night, I saw all the social media stuff and making up shit about me, and, and it was block and goodbye. And um, So when I saw that, it just reminded me of, of that. Like, There's people out there that, that you say no or no thank you, and they just they feel like it's... How big of a fan are they really? If they, they yeah. like that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, because Chris is a great guy and a great human being, and... I've had nothing but positive uh, encounters with him. So, hmm. And what was the other thing? Something about a bus. Did, did you hear anything on the Roman Enzo deal on the bus? Because I know there's there was... been a little. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff on Enzo lately saying, uh, you know, the 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 narrative that they're giving him online is that he's apparently the way he appears to be 24 hours a day, and it may rub people the wrong way. Yeah, no, I've met Enzo. He's he's definitely calmer than he is when he's out there backstage and everything like that. So I don't. Um, all I know is that that Roman's a pretty chill guy, and okay, and on those buses. But there's, I think sometimes it's easy to to just run with something uh, on those tours, especially early on in your career. They encourage you to drink. And, mm-hmm. and, and to have fun and not not they it, it's 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 an option nobody forces you to do anything there anymore but um there's a lot of alcohol typically available because there's a lot of guys and girls mm-hmm. and uh it, it, it's a long fucking two weeks usually and i've posted the picture of me with the trash bag full of beers which roman's in the background of that mm. he kind of just chills out on the back of the bus and does his thing and 
uh, I would suspect probably too much alcohol was drank, and uh, in in it was it was nothing more than that. And and but I, he probably had to have done something uh, to get kicked <laughs> off more, you know. But it, it's not a big deal. Like it happened. Sure. It happened. It happened when I was there with other people, and it's but people will take something and blow it up out of proportion. And Enzo, I've met him many times. He, he's a cool guy. He's a great guy. So yeah, he's he sent a dude to my school. This this really jacked up dude came walking in one time, and he's like, "Hey, Enzo sent me here." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Oh, Enzo's my good friend," and he said, "I have to go to you to get trained before." He had like an NXT tryout coming up. Yeah, and he said, "He's like, he said you're the guy to speak to, and you're the guy I should be uh, training with." I said, "Yeah, sure." And the guy did two classes and never came back. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, right. I'm so. telling you, when people experience the the blowing up part of wrestling. That's oh. the thing that that the, the quote and the bumps fucking marks. The, the bumps oh, oh, the bumps absolutely. The, oh, that first bump you take when you rock your head and don't when you feel that and let your body just gets used to it and you got to learn to tuck your head, it, mm. it will change your world. And that's why I always say the people you could tell the ones that on social media that just have no clue about any <laughs> of it. Like they don't. They they. It's like guys, have you ever experienced losing your breath and not being like you don't understand the level of conditioning. And, and just what everyone deals with on a day in and day out basis. So it, it's a whole other world. You know who just started wrestling training? I don't. Who? My my little brother. <laughs> Eric? Yeah, he joined the school. No way. He was just looking. He, he's always liked it. He's never been into it like I have been. He's more of like a music guy. But uh, he lives in the city. So I'm like, hey, do you want to come down and train? And he, he's he's doing it, but he overdid it. So I haven't oh, really no. taught him how to how to bump that well yet like he's done a couple but so i was doing a, a, a legit like bump and feed drill and we get froggy sometimes so the whole drill was just you slide into the ring duck a guy's clothesline and you keep bumping and feeding until you don't want to anymore yeah and then when, when then when you're done you feed to the ropes have them shoot you off and you take a move maybe wait take a hip so toss. does this turn into a competition who could take the most bump and feeds yes what's it the does. record just out of curiosity oh, i love this I already i think there was one time I did it, and I did 19. That was, yeah. I was expecting a higher number. No, <laughs> fuck, no, that's, it's, it hurts, man. You know, On you a bump and feed? Yeah. I did a fucking 10 bump and feed backdrop in OVW my last match before I was fired in devel- uh, developmental. I th- was I in that match? You probably were my partner. <laughs> You're getting yeah. Cody and Spears. It was 10 backdrops. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Al told me he goes, "There's no way you could do it," and I just did it just to fucking prove him wrong. And then I got fired. Took him two days later. I think that's a lot. I, I was dying after. What after, were the bumps? Clotheslines? Yeah, just cl- clotheslines, back whatever. elbows, whatever. Just, just as fast as you can. And then when you're done, just feed toward the ropes. Take one more, and you're out. But I don't I would, remember. What I was would done like that to day. show up to one of your classes one of these days. I don't know if that's. That's a lot of bump and feeds, man. I don't know. So my brother, anyway, he's yeah, online, yeah. and all the guys go, and, and then I see him about to slide in. I'm like, oh, shit. He can't handle this drill. I'm like, he's too new for this. And he goes in there, and he starts bumping around. And he, oh, he's So I don't know if he's rocking his head. I'm like, but I, but I can't stop him because I'm like, he's my brother. He can't, like, you know, I can't be like, no, get out of there. I'm like, ah, he wanted to do it. Let, let me see how he does it. And he, he did about six bumps, maybe. And I could just tell he was rocked. And I, I see him kind of walk away. I'm like, all right, he's going to throw up. And he did. He walked away and uh, he lost his lunch. He puked. 
And I was like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay. And gave him some gum and he cleaned up and came back to wrestle. But wow. uh, yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's 30 years old. He's just starting it out. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's cool. I, you look happy about it. I think it's cool. I, I'm at, that's, uh, I think yeah, he's doing a like one. a hobby, you know, yeah, yeah, total yeah. hobby. He's got a good job. He's, he's, he's just like, oh, I gotta, I want to learn this. He'll okay. create, he'll, he'll have a new appreciation for it. It's, and he'll uh, get hired because he's, he's a lot taller than me. So he's, <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be hired for NXT. He'll be hired. And, uh, as the worker <laughs> and you'll have to teach him down there too. No, that's cool. Good job, Eric. I'm proud of him. That's awesome, man. So, where do we go from here? Do we go? Do we go to reviews or I think tips let's go of the week, and then forget? <laughs> yeah, yeah, forget the tips of the week again. I have to do a separate read for him. But uh, we'll go ahead. We'll take another break, and we'll come back, and we'll do uh, reviews and and head into our uh, main event of the night. We'll All be right. right back, guys. Hey, everyone. In addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. But I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium, whatever you want? If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department have a corporate event a festival any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show WrestlePro is your promotion this is not your res- regular wrestling show just in the last year WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent such as terry funk ddp booker t ryback cody rhodes hornswoggle cole cabana brian cage jeff jarrett tommy dreamer the hardy boys scott steiner and much much more even the nature boy rick flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it tell him nature it's the nature boy Woo, Ric Flair, Russell Pro, the Nature Boy, song autograph. Look as only you can look. Russell Pro, be there. Woo, 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 woo. Limousine riding, jet flying. Woo, Russell Pro. Woo. If you're seriously interested, WrestlePro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at russellproonline at yahoo.com or simply check out www.russellproonline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. Do you enjoy a crisp, refreshing soft drink but hate choosing between the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners? Well, now you don't have to, thanks to Zevia. With Zevia, you don't have to worry about any potential harmful side effects since they have no caramel coloring and use the natural plant-based sweetener, Stevia. Zevia offers 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling wine, and four different energy drinks. That gives you a ton of safer and delicious options for you to enjoy. It's the safest soft drink on the market made with ingredients you'd find in your own kitchen. There's nothing artificial in any of their products, and there isn't any calories either. It's a miracle. Now, Zevia is giving our fans a chance to try it yourselves for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just head over to Zevia.com backslash podcast and sign up. They'll mail you a coupon to try a free six-pack just like that. Go to Zevia.com slash podcast now 
and get your free Zevia. Enjoy the show. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark. What brings you here? So I'm just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition. Available at FeedMeMore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ISO-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark. It is Feed Me More Nutrition Premium quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at FeedMeMore.com. But wait, there's more. Just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right. Save 10% at FeedMeMore.com on all FeedMeMore merchandise and apparel and FeedMeMore Nutrition with discount code PODCAST10. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-0. Podcast 10. Thank you, guys. All right. We're back. We're back. It's about that time to do a little uh, little reviews. Reviews of the week. What do we got this week, Buckster? We have uh, we got some friendly domestic reviews? I believe they are all domestic. Uh, there's a reason why you're my best friend. Here we go. I'm a Rybacker from D. Stanley 0789. This is the only podcast I would take time to leave a review. I listen while working and cannot wait for Mondays just to listen for a couple hours, help my day go by. I don't care about winning a supplement right now. People love putting that in there. And I'm not going to lie, Pat. I like to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys know how to make the big guy happy. I am taking the big guy's advice and making life changes to myself. I do use wake up unlimited energy in the mornings instead of coffee all day. Fuck yeah. And if I could rate it, I'd give it five stars also. Thank you guys. Can't wait for next week's episode. And in all seriousness, if you purchased uh purchased it on Amazon, guys, uh please the reviews greatly help. Uh and again, just mentioning that if you buy the Feed Me More Nutrition or anything on Amazon to to please leave hopefully positive reviews. It it greatly helps the cause and helps me uh show up better in search in the searches on Amazon. So hell of a review. I, um, for many different reasons, but thank you very much. You know, I saw something interesting. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, about, uh, someone tweeted at me or something that it would be a great idea to market the pre-workout towards gamers. Yeah. Because I've talked about this with a couple people before, actually, that there's not really, I don't know if there is a product that, you know, with the focus and the energy and the amount that they play, and it's just like a mental thing that that would be a big hit amongst the, the video game community. And I was like, wow, back when I used to play, that would be very effective. I never thought about taking pre-workouts. It's not pre, sit yeah, and play. It's pre-workout for fitness people. It's a slash energy supplement. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. I think even so, like, the the people... The stuff is amazing, and that's not me tooting my own horn. It truly, this is, most people have to take half a scoop. Most people can't take the full scoop. They have to find their, their happy dose. It works. 
It, it, you don't, it, we market it as a pre-workout because it's marketed towards fitness. It can be used by anybody, which I've talked about replacing your morning coffee because there's the different focus ingredients in there and just the ginsengs and the yohimbine that give you the longer, longer lasting energy without the crash. Um, I, I, that would be, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I don't know how I've thought about that and I've talked about it with people. I don't know how to necessarily market towards gamers um, mm-hmm. I don't know that I think doing YouTube videos and whatnot are going to be my biggest asset moving forward with all that. Uh, and that's something actually, which that, that, that's a YouTube video right there. Mm. But I, I think no, that's big, a great point. Xavier Woods. Go, yeah. <laughs> go play a video game on the, yo, 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 Xavier. If you want to help out your boy Ryback, <laughs> I'll send you a text and ask you, uh, it's, uh, no, yeah, he's doing amazing with everything he's got going on with his YouTube channel. And, uh, I've been on his show actually before, so he owes me. Um, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, no, anybody could use it. That's because video gamers play like they stay up all night, right? All night, like so, I mean, I know people that'll get a game, and certain games you can build. It's, I mean, it depends on the game, but if you can beat it within. 24 hours, they'll stay up for that time period. And those guys... To beat this game. I tell you, if I take Wake Up Unlimited Energy after 3 o'clock, I'm up all night. Like it, it, yeah. It's great point. Guys, if you play video games and you avoid reality constantly, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, that's what you need. <laughs> Second review from an actual CWTB... Eh, CWTPG listener. T- CWTBG. CWTBG, there we go. After so much recent backlash towards Ryback and Buck, I felt the duty to finally get around to creating an iTunes account just to leave a review. Some background here. I stopped watching wrestling until late 2015, and by this time, the big guy was on his way out, so I never really got around to seeing his full run in WWE. Everything I knew about him was from the negative podcast stuff with Punk. However, due to slowly uh, listening to this podcast here and there, I can't go on Monday without it. It's simply just two wrestlers shooting the breeze, having a conversation. It's good insight into WWE, life, life outside of WWE, trials and tribulations that Pat Buck experiences at wrestling, trainer, promoter. Even my wife enjoys the show. Maybe she's part of that 3.1% demographic. Absolutely. Uh, keep up the great work, guys. Don't let the negativity affect you. Keep murking the marks. P.S. I hope Ryback can come to a show here in Southern Cali. Please book it, Buck. I would love to go back to Cali. I know Brian Cage actually messaged me here about doing a show in Oceanside where my supplement manufacturer is in Oceanside. So I, I would have two reasons to go down there because I need to make another trip down there anyway. So um, that would be cool. I, I would love to. I, uh, I Actually, one of my goals is to be able to get a house near San Diego Oceanside eventually. Um, okay. Or a place, not necessarily a house, maybe a condo or a townhouse or something. I, uh, that and then the Miami area. I, I want to really, yeah, I, I just, I, I love like, not necessarily maybe Boca Raton, maybe right by Vince, okay. maybe right by Vince and, uh, <laughs> do joint, uh, training sessions with, uh, me, Vince and Kenny Thiessen and, uh, hang out at the pool, push each other in just, just a couple of old dudes just shoving each other in the fucking pool. I, like, <laughs> I, I got you, Vinny. Um, no, but, uh, that, that's one of my goals. I actually go, I would, I would like more, just to be able to have options to move around. And uh, I love Las Vegas, but just have a place here, place there, just to get away from time to time. But uh, I, that's a good review. I like hearing um, 
it's nice when somebody, they, they hear negative things and then they, they do their homework and then they are able to realize, that, oh, this shit is bullshit that I've been reading all this time. So um, with that said, I'm probably going to go with choice number one um, for my own personal reasons. Uh, see, would that reason happen to be that he does not want to supplement? Wait, why, why would you? Why would you even say that? What, fuck because it. it says in the review, I do not need. A, I do not care about winning a supplement right now. That wasn't. That wasn't the reason why I picked it, though. <laughs> he had a very positive review, Pat. He seems like a great guy. Okay. I mean, the fact that he doesn't want something, yeah, sure, it's nice to hear that. But that's not what makes me decide my winners and my losers on this show. Both of them are winners in my book, but just the first one really, really touched me. What's his name? D Stanley zero seven eight nine. You're the winner. It, so go oh, ahead nothing. and email the big guy at feedmemore.com. And uh, if you just want to say hi, I'm. You don't want any supplements or anything, so you don't need to go ahead and put any of that in there. You just say hi. I'll respond back, and we'll shoot the shit a little bit, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for no your wonder reviews. Th- Fuck. I, I, <laughs> no wonder there hasn't been that many re- reviews. Just, Fuck. Well, Pat, that, that's really disheartening to hear you come at me like that. I saw, I told you, I read on the, one of the YouTube things. It was on a, one of the Ryback shoots thing. I, 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 I couldn't help myself. I was like, I got to look at this one because it was, it, was, it was over something really ridiculous over the shoot thing. And uh, they were bashing you. And Pat Buck is a slimy piece of shit. He doesn't. He, he, he just agrees with Ryback on everything. And the first thing that went through my mind is, yeah, because I'm fucking right all the time. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. God. But it, it, uh, thanks. It, thank you guys very much. If you do want supplements, right. let me know. Or, or, or something from the website, go ahead and shoot it over. And I'd be more than happy to uh, accommodate you on that. Well, last week we had tips of the week. And then you totally forgot tips of the week. So... I think it's about that time. Tips of the week. Sorry, I'm watching SmackDown. I think John Cena just just fucking died in the ring in front of me. <laughs> that did look rough, man. I think that's a tough move to have. I don't know anything with re- flipping someone backwards. Backflips are you got to be able. Everybody. You got to uh, because the, unless you're comfortable, I told you I had to go learn how to do backflips at the trampoline park, mm-hmm. and then I got the tumbler in my backyard. You have to learn to kick your knees up towards your head. If you're not comfortable doing that, it's not easy to learn. Maybe for some people. I learned it in about 45 minutes of doing it over and over again. And it's still like I I haven't done it in a while. I'd have to go back and go back and probably do another 30 minutes. And uh, But it's... some people learn to go backwards as a kid, and then you never have to really learn it again. I never learned. I always did front flips as a kid. I just never did back flips. I never, I never even crossed my mind. It was something. So unless you've been doing back flips all your life, it's they just replayed it. Jesus, it's he landed right on his fucking neck. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Uh, I don't. Do they do they finish the match? Do you know or no? He he got up from that. It was one more move, and that was it. He hit oh, him with the yeah. old knee. And but you could see he's rocked, and the refs kind of—they're doing the hand squeeze thing. That's on him, right? Because that's him having to kick him. I mean, Nakamura throws him over, and he has to kick his legs back to take the front bump, right? Yeah, I mean, you just kind of, kind of have to. I don't. I always look back on weird things like that, but I, but it's not a comfortable thing for every guy. No, so I don't. That's I what don't, I'm saying. Not at all. It's not easy doing backflips. He's. So I don't like, think John's ever point? done one yeah. backflip in a match that I can recall. Right. Yeah, 
I don't think so. Well, I, I honestly, I hope he's all right, though. In all seriousness, everyone, although everyone likes to fucking because I've had my issues. Obviously, I've, I've by the way, and I've always put him over in the ring time and time again. So, but uh, you never want to see anybody get hurt. That's fucking brutal. That's I'm watching it again. They keep showing it. Hmm. Jesus, Pat, I'm telling you right now, that is fucking. Oof. Yeah. They showed it four fucking times. That's I, I hope he's all right, though, in all seriousness. That's bad. But, uh, yeah, let's go to tips of the week. Tips of the week. Yay. All right, guys. Match of the week this week here. Uh, Chris Hero versus Go. Is it Shiozaki, Pat? I don't want to mispronounce the name. I've, I've saw tweets on that making fun of us for not saying the names correctly. So yeah, I'm going to skip that one. Okay, I'll say it incorrectly. Go Shiozaki. If it is, Jesus, everyone will try to fucking correct you on anything. <laughs> Just, it's a fucking great match. I really enjoyed that. That was for Noah. Um, book of the week this week: Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself: How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One uh, by Joe Dispenza. JD actually, Michael's actually recommended with Iron Attitude makes uh, phenomenal weight belts. Makes all my big guy weight belts. Um, was the one that recommended that book. I'm very early on into it. I'm probably going to finish it on my trip over to Australia between the, all the different uh, the airport uh, breaks and, and then the long flight. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying it. Quote of the week this week is, uh, Life itself is your teacher, and you are in a state of constant learning by Bruce Lee. And uh, just constantly try to just read and, and, and listen to audio books and, and just educate your mind inform your own opinions on things and don't just necessarily do what you're told. Nutrition advice this week. Adding two protein shakes a day into your diet is a great way to increase your protein without the carbs and fat. People on the go who overeat, just switching to a couple meal just switching out a couple meals a day with a shake will make a huge difference. I, I typically go for two to three protein shakes a day uh, because rather than eating meat all the time or chicken all the time, uh, putting two or three scoops of protein for me, for my body weight, it might be one to two scoops for you is a great way to supplement your diet, uh, and get extra protein in there and help you make a positive change with your body, uh, going forward. Fitness workout tip of the week. Have you heard of a therapy cane, Pat? Mm, no, did, I don't think so. Did you see the one I had here? I have it on my bar actually. Cause I use, I, I usually kept it in my gym, but I brought it in the house cause I like to use it so often. It's like a, it's called, essentially, if you Google it or put it on Amazon, trigger point release tool, uh, different ones will come up. It's a therapy cane is another name for it. It's like a back and neck massager, but it's great for your scapula area. A lot of men and women have trigger points in their scapula and the back of their neck. That, that's where all my pain is, like yeah. that under the shoulder blade kind of thing. I, I want you trigger point release tool. Put it in Amazon after this. They're very affordable, and they, okay. they're a device where you could. You literally grab it and you could dig into those spots that you can't get on your own that, and you mm. could, you could adjust the pressure by how hard you, you, you move the device. And I tell you, I get it in spots where I, I find a knot and you hold it. You, my head will go numb just holding it. And then really? after a minute it goes away because it, it breaks up that, that, that tissue. Uh, check it out though. It's great for your back, your neck, your scapula region. It's something I, I've used regularly. Regularly, WWE has them at the training and uh, NXT school and on the road uh, hmm. all the time for guys. It's just a great way to work on your body and to, to help get rid of little sore points that you necessarily uh, can't get on your own. So 
That's the tips of the week this week, guys. Okay. And with that, we'll segue right to the main event, I think, because it was fitness-related. Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment is your main event of the podcast. As my good friend Stone Cold Steve Austin would say, Oh, hell yeah! Awkward silence. Fitness questions. <laughs> I like it when First you don't one. even respond to me. That's the best. <laughs> Eddie, can we edit, the, Eddie, edit that out again? Like I told you the first time that you did it. Leave it in. Leave it in. Christopher Vinson, uh, Nos Nivnaman on Twitter. For fitness, how do you deal with loose skin after losing weight? Um, so that, again, that's something just my opinion and things that I've heard is uh, coconut oil and vitamin E. I think are two things that uh, will help you greatly uh, rubbing that on your skin. I think maybe, really, yeah, using a little bit of olive oil in your diet uh, with your food. And, uh, but vitamin E and uh, coconut oil, I think a combination of the two would, uh, would work wonders. Um, so you actually put it on your skin, yeah, coconut oil. Yeah. Oh, really? no, it's great for you. It is coconut oil. I'm telling you, it, there's, even though there's, you'll hear there's negative things on it. It's, they, they, you, you can't get a fucking straight answer on anything anymore. I've had nothing but mm-hmm. positive things with coconut oil and, and with, from, from brain stuff to, to um, thyroid stuff and seeing the blood test results of, of it working its magic. And it's another thing. It works. It's great for your skin, too. Yes. That and vitamin okay. A. From Michael White. Boy, he never asks questions on Twitter. Mike I. White's. <laughs> Very, very faithful Rybucker. Only six questions today. Mark Henry is the world's strongest man. Are you stronger than him? That's not really fitness. Is that, that yeah, that's not, I don't know how to answer yeah. that. Um, so Mark is still incredibly strong. He's naturally just a gifted human being. He's one of those, um, from everything I understand about Mark, is he's never done steroids or anything of that nature. That, and I know he's very adamant about that. Of, of that and where a lot of those guys in that, that sport are. So, which just makes him even all the more special. And, but, uh, but wrestling right now, he's not the world's strongest man because he's, Obviously, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's past his prime and, and whatnot. Wrestling destroys your body over time. And uh, I, I think it's incredible. The career he's parlayed um, with doing that and being so successful at that at such a high level. And, and not doing the drugs to do it because a lot of those guys do. He is, he, he's in truly an incredible human being. So I, I, he's, as far as the, the, the Olympic lifts and all that, he was superior to me at, uh, at all that. I, I could do, I can, I'm really good at doing endurance with heavy weight. That, uh, that's always been that not a lot of people can do. I'm really good at that area. I'm always, I'm always really strong, but he's a whole other level, and I wouldn't even put myself in the same league as him. Follow up question: What do you feel about veggie protein powder? Um, again, it's different um, strokes for different folks. And uh, I just watched a documentary on on Netflix on it was again the plant based diet and how meat and chicken and all that is so bad for you. And, and again, there's good articles and bad ar- articles on it. And there's people that say no, our ancestors that's all they ate and and this and that. And we'll know that that's that's why they died so young and. I think balance, again, is key um, with anything. If you're a vegan and, and it fits into your diet, I'm, I'm cool with that. And 
uh, I know, and I, when I was with Priscilla and everything, she was always she would watch those Facebook videos of how they treat animals, and she would always uh-huh. tell me she goes, "I don't want to eat meat anymore," but it's she was so addicted to it, and I'd see her <laughs> eating an In and Out burger, you know, two days later. I go, "I thought you were done eating meat." And, um, <laughs> it's uh, and I, it's it's tough once you've had it. Not it's um, but I, that's a whole other subject of how they treat the animals and. And whatnot, and I, I, it's something you don't even want to think about, but it's a very real thing that happens. But um, I've, everything I've read about the vegan diet is that they can get the same amount of protein and the amino acids with the foods they have now. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I was The Netflix thing I watched this week, I was interested in that. I was wondering if I could survive on a vegan diet. With, really? There's things like beans and rice. You could have, you would, so it would switch from a keto Diet because obviously you can't do the keto diet on that. Yeah, but with the different protein powders, with beans and rice and switching, I was like, I wonder how I would look on that and feel doing a, a, a plant and vegetable based diet. I, I'm not gonna lie, it crossed my mind. I was, I, I'm, I'm not against trying it for a period to see because you never know until you try something. Um, yeah, doing an experiment on that and either losing a lot of weight or maybe I, I look the same and feel way better. I don't know. Because there's people hmm. saying that they have body aches, that the body aches go away from all that. It's. Uh, would you be interested in seeing me try that? You think I could pull it off? I think you'll try it at one point. You'll probably really like it for a day. Maybe you'll stick with it or I don't know, man. It seems I, really I hard on the road, I feel like, different yeah. places. But it would have to be a more carbohydrate-based diet, but it would be less fats. Is less what, fats, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I would, I would adjust to it accordingly. Maybe for the big CM Punk fight where I lose 100 pounds, I go vegan. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Ryback shoots on going vegan and fighting CM Punk losing 100 pounds. God. The next question, Johnny Halta on Twitter, or Lay John D. Any tips to help feel fuller when cutting? Uh, That's tough because when you're cutting, typically you're, you're cutting your carbohydrates and your calories. Um, what about fiber? Is that the same thing or fiber is not necessary as far as feeling full? Like, is he talking about muscles or feeling full for diet? Like, Oh, I don't know. I, I, I think feel fuller. So I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if he means muscles or he means like so, uh, to not feel hungry. The fair thing to do would be to address both. Um, and, and in that, uh, to feel, feel fuller while eating, the best thing you could do is go buy those big, huge bags of broccoli or buy a bunch of fresh broccoli or the cauliflower broccoli combo packs they have. And uh, that salad spinach, and uh, you could use those liquid aminos um, or a very light dressing, something very minimal that's not going to affect your calories that, that you, could, you could put in there. Find some sort of, even if it's hot sauce, anything, whatever it is that you, your taste buds enjoy. But you can essentially eat as many greens as you want like that mm-hmm. and it's negative calories in your body where... If you're on a very calorie restricted diet, doing I did it this week when I, I'm doing the keto. I was because uh, I've been really really honing in on my diet. I, I make a big bowl of, of broccoli and cauliflower, and I put potassium salt on it, a little of that spray butter, mm-hmm. and a little bit of liquid aminos. And it was two two bags of the broccoli and cauliflower, and I was complete. wait. You put liquid. What is liquid aminos? You put that on food. Liquid amino acids. It's a soy sauce alternative. And it's really? they have it at the health, uh, they have it at a lot of grocery stores now, and it's uh, huh. it's also at all like Whole Foods and the health food stores, 
but it's called liquid aminos and it's um it's a great asset to have if you die it gives you flavor there, there's all sorts of things out there guys that you could put to flavor your foods without using different dressings and things there's different seasonings flavor god has all these different seasonings and there's different seasoning companies. Your grocery store has different seasonings that don't have calories in them that you could use to put on your food to spice mm-hmm. it up to make it. It's like the pickle thing telling people you, there's things out there you could munch on that, that are going to, that will get you to go to bed where you'll wake up and you'll can start your day fresh and you're not going to cave into those late time, those late night cravings and, uh, in broccoli, cauliflower, green beans, there's low sodium green beans out there. Get fresh green beans. There's potassium salt. That's not regular salt. That tastes like salt. That that you could use. I'm telling you, it's very fulfilling, and it's you could eat essentially as much of them as you want, and it's not going to put on any weight. So, huh? Potassium salt and liquid aminos. All right, that's next two things I legit uh, buy from the. But uh, store. as far as muscle fullness, that if if that is what he is talking about, um, that's tough because when you're really really dieting and you get flat towards. Because you're essentially working towards a show or something, usually where you will you will have your carb days leading into the show. The only thing I could think of, like the wake up unlimited energy, uh, there's different pump factors like the two different arginines and L-citrulline, or just getting a, a, those supplements separately to help you with your pump when you work out, um, things like that. That that, but the, the the wake up unlimited energy is really really good for that, and it, not it's plugging my own shit, but it's it does work for that. So. All right. Next question from the Mizzo one on Twitter. What do you think of the seven minute workout or similar? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's that just reminds me of, uh, was it, there's something about Mary or the, well, I forget, fuck it. Maybe not. There's something about Mary, but, uh, Ben, it was, Oh, is this like the eight minute ab thing? Yeah. Or, yeah. He's like, he was like, what do you think's better than eight minute abs? And Ben still, uh, I don't know. Seven minute abs is fucking duh. <laughs> um, uh, everything works and nothing works. I think if your diet's on point and uh, you bust your ass in a seven minute minute workout, no matter what it is, you can get results from it. Especially if you're doing nothing. If you're you're at a different level and you you're an advanced weight trainer and you switch to that seven minute workout, maybe not so much. Um, that's tough to say. You can make anything work, though, if you apply yourself and put the intensity into it. So uh, if you're just starting out, not a bad thing. Consistency is the key, though. Doing it day in and day out, and you will get results. Just make sure your diet matches up with that. Next question for both of us from follow Nick Corms on Twitter. What are the best foods to eat when starting keto? What do you think on that? What, do you, what, what for you worked for you, Pat? Uh, this, I actually just told someone about this. I felt like it was such a kind of a drastic change for me where I felt good going to com- really high fat things right away. So like the next day, I cause I feel like I needed the motivation to go from like, I couldn't just go right to eggs and lean turkey sausage, Tilapia. eggs. Yeah. yeah. I went to like eggs, eggs to bacon the next day. And then bacon is the first thing that popped in my mind. Yeah, like switching to a high, Jeez. almost as a mental, like, oh, I can, I can eat this stuff, though, and I can get this excess fat, and then slowly weaning down, where now I'll have eggs and chicken sausage in the morning, or eggs and, like, turkey sausage, yeah. where it's much, much leaner, and I, because uh, one of the wrestlers, Sean Donovan, actually, he uh, he was talking about it with me, and he's like, I'm doing keto, and, and he, he's 
I think he was going too strict. He's like, I'm just eating grilled chicken and vegetables. I'm like, you're going to burn out and hate this. Yeah. Like, you need to, you know, go, go to Moe's right now, get this, go to, you know, and then start cutting back when you feel like your body's just used to the, all fat. The key that's, to keto, the key to keto is having your carb days. People, but what happens is people get fucking carb scared on it. And they, yeah. you can't get carb scared. You have to go all out on your carb days. Keep your fats low. You have to restore your glycogen stores. For me, the thing, and I don't do it anymore. I do. I found actually at the Whole Foods. I take that back. Um, but bacon and cheese were my two go-tos. That and, mm-hmm. and green and black olives um, okay. are very low carb, no to no carb, depending on the kinds that you get. And uh, I would get green olives stuffed with feta cheese, and that would be a snack with pickles in between. Um, but, but the bacon, I was getting the fattiest bacon in, in, in like the, the, the cheese, like cheddar cheese sticks. And mm-hmm. to me, that, that satisfied me, even though that first few weeks are definitely going to be an adjustment. But you have, yeah. you have to find foods that make you almost feel good at first. And then as you go along, because you're going to lose water weight initially, and you're going to lose mm-hmm. weight. And then when you hit that wall, then you start cutting the fats down and you start switching. You Well, there's turkey bacon or there's, there's this other bacon at the, the Whole Foods that only has 20 grams of fat in the whole thing rather than 70. Like yep. it's, so you have to start making adjustments with your fat levels. And it's a gradual process and you've got to hold yourself accountable for, for start cutting out that fat. You don't go from 100 to nothing. You gotta, it's a gradual process. And, uh, but I'm telling you, it works in having... For me, I got to have two carb days a week, Pat. I have to. Okay. Otherwise, I burn. Back to, I back, burn, to back or separate? Separate. Or I burn too separate. much muscle. I, I Especially mm-hmm. when I do the hard burpees and everything, I'm, I'm doing, burning, my, burning myself at such a level, essentially, and just going, you have to, you got to, you got to replace those glycogen stores. And in the keto, everyone has, everyone's different. There's no right or wrong on but you got, don't be afraid of carbs and do, it's not cheating, eating cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets all day. It's having bowls of brown rice, wheat bread with low fats, different things. I do pita, little, these little low, low fat pita breads with low fat or, or non-fat cheese and pasta sauce. And I just, I got to have a certain level of carbs because I know if I don't, I start burning muscle tissue too fast. So have you seen the new, uh, ready-made pizzas that are about, I think they're about five, they're between four and six uh, grams of carbs, and they're uh, twenty-five grams of protein. Have you tried those yet? They're great. Wait, what? Yeah. So there's these new pizzas out. They're relatively you can find them in some health food stores. Um, the bigger ones are a little bit more, but the, the ones I can't describe the, the shape of it. Maybe. It reminds me like a, of like a microwave Celeste pizza, if you know what that Ooh, is, like I a do. smaller yeah, one. Yeah, you bring it back. Maybe a little bit. Bad. Yeah, a little bit tinier than that. Keep going. But the, the so the crust is made from some sort of uh, chicken based with Parmesan. Oh. So it's made of some sort of cheese. It's good. It's really I've had them. Like um, the only thing I want to say though, the fat on it is like. The total fat, I think, is four grams, but the saturated fat is like six or eight grams. So I don't but know if that's too. But it's it's low carb. It fits into the low carb. It fits into the keto diet. Yeah, it's and they're good. They taste fucking good, dude. Oh, so don't stop. Keep going. I'm so into this. Right now. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna. They, uh, I gotta. You need to provide a name for this for us. You you get things from me on the show. I just got something from you. I oh. I feel like holy shit. This is gonna change everything. I'm just. 
just going to be eating these goddamn pizzas all the time. So this is one of the, the pizzas. It's this big. It's about the size. This is one of the normal bigger ones. You, so. you, wait, is he doing the thumbs up on the box? He is, yes. What's the, wait, Real Good Pizza? Real, Real Good Pizza Company. Real Good Pizza Company. Do you think, that, man, they'd be a hell of a sponsor for this show. So here's the nutrition. So it's two, uh, okay, serving size is two on this, okay? So this pizza has 50 grams of protein, eight, car, uh, eight carbs, uh, four sugars, 32 grams of fat. If you were to leave me alone with that pizza right now, the American pie <laughs> scene would be reinvented with a pizza. It's Ryback burns pretty... his penis on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. It's just like everything. It's all just entertainment. Fuck, that's Pat. That's I'm going to order those. I bet I can order them on Amazon and have them delivered to my door. Yeah, I, I ordered, uh, oh. I think... A box of the you buy you buy them by packs of five or ten or something. Oof. I, you need to increase my bookings. I have a feeling my money output's going to be increased. <laughs> there was one review on Amazon uh, where they they left a very good five star positive review. The guy, um, I believe, it was a guy. He was having a negative reaction to taking the wake up unlimited energy. I think he was taking it on an empty stomach. Okay, so everybody's different. Everybody's body is different, and whether it's natural or not, it's. Uh, it's very powerful stuff, and he he tried decreasing his dosage. But uh, I I have found if I take it on an empty stomach, the energy it hits me way harder than when I take it on um, a full stomach. So for mm-hmm. that, I always tell people if you're very sensitive to to different energy supplements and ingredients, that that taking wake up unlimited energy after having a meal will 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 help you process it better essentially. Um, again, and it's not to say there's just, there might be a portion of people that that maybe just can't take it that there, or that you have to take such a small amount to truly, to feel. And I, that's another thing I found, I've said before, finding your magic dosage of it. Everybody's different. So, um, but, but definitely taking it with food can help if you're sensitive to taking energy supplements on an empty stomach. So that, that was something I wanted to address. So thank you for, for bringing that up. From not the real Josh two on Twitter, few tips for someone that is just getting back into the gym after one year of lazy time. I love the gym, but I gained the weight that I lost, and I always let myself down for stopping. Again, it comes down to being consistent. That's something you'll hear all the greats, everybody that has uh, had had great success in the weight room and with diet. Um, consistency, and you got You got to build that momentum back up. And uh, you're starting over again, and it's okay. You, you fall off, you fall off the wagon. I fell off the wagon with the dip after being off of it for nearly two years, and I, I ran with it for a month, and I stopped, and I'm off it, and I'm fine. Um, but I had to start over, and it's starting over that process, and it's the same way for you. And um, it's slowly building your confidence, and it's learning. It's taking the tips from this show, different things that you read, and uh, you got to start over, man. And uh, because if you don't, it's, you're not going to change anything. So uh, try. To, it's okay to fall off the wagon, man. Everybody does. We're all human. Everybody fucks up. Um, get back. Set your goals. Write your goals down. Buy a Feed Me More goal board. Fuck. Write your goals down. Or buy a whiteboard at Walmart or Walgreens. I don't give a shit. Do something to remind yourself that and, and hang it up and hold yourself accountable and, and, and start living up to your full potential. And that's all I got on that. 
All right, very cool. I just said would have joined uh to go join a spin class. I'm I'm big on if you don't like the gym, I think there's a lot of things I've been doing called class pass. My wife does it too where we'll uh you pay 50 bucks on Groupon and you can take all these different classes around town. So you can go do yoga, you can go do this, you know, boot camp class somewhere else. I only do spin, but uh some people get a little bored of the gym. Some people the gym's not for everybody, but you can find kind of a healthy alternative you know take up a martial art or do something like that if, if you're not really into lifting weights find a, a way to you know work out by not really working out you know what i would say gonna say pat that even for motivation though i don't know if you guys know or not and every city's obviously different this is vegas and there's a lot of strippers and hookers out here um but uh <laughs> it, it's Find an athletic club in your city because going to the gym, there's usually beautiful women there. So that typically is good motivation for a lot of guys. No joke. Like, no shit. Like, it's a very real thing. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, and, and like, the, it, I remember there's Arnold used to always talk about, like, if you squatting in a, it, there's pretty sure there's research on this somewhere that if there's a bunch of hot women and you're like lifting, you lift more weights. Like, it, <laughs> it just triggers something in the male mind. Like, if for nothing else, go to the gym just to see the beautiful women. And don't be a fucking, fucking stalker or anything like that. But that, maybe that's what you need just to, you know, kick you into that next gear. So, I'm, the sexist Ryback is at it again talking about going to gym for beautiful women. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's it for me, Pat. I'm checked out. I'm checked out too, man. It's been a, it's been a, a long, short week. You got to get to another continent. I got to wake up and teach fake fighting so I've got to go disappoint a whole country <laughs> <laughs> wait that's it <laughs> any plugs uh, you can follow me on all platforms Buck Never Stops yeah, I'm at Ryback22 on Twitter the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram and Ryback247 on Snapchat thank you guys very much you've just listened to another episode of Conversations with the Big Guy The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. That's CYXX, launching September 6th. 